4: Wake up, wake up, wake up! Yeah, you guys really are
5: like the hip-hop early morning, late night talk show. The Club is the most powerful, popular urban radio show in America. Live from the Black Mothership in New York City, it's DJ Envy and Charlemagne the God.
6: It's different, you know what I'm saying? Like, y'all know what y'all talking
4: about.
2: Thank you, y'all. These Last five, I love y'all.
4: Collectively known as...
2: Breakfast Club, bitches!
4: I'm always nervous when I do the Breakfast Club because sometimes you say stuff and it's just
1: gonna get you in trouble. Everybody, what? Good morning, USA! Yo,
6: yo, 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 yo. Charlemagne the God. Peace to the planet. It's
0: Friday. Yes, and we got our special guest host, Lauren LaRosa, with us this morning. Good morning, Lauren.
4: Good morning.
6: What's happening? Another day to serve, man. Happy Friday. That is right. get settled in here. I ain't even light my candles. I ain't saying my prayers yet.
0: Nothing. Uh, shout out to everybody in Alabama I'm in Alabama you know uh, each and every year I go on this HBCU tour where I try to touch different HBCUs and talk to different people whether it's the band whether it's the football team whether it's teachers professors uh, whoever it may be just to try p- to put people on an a HBCU experience they might have never seen you know coming from New York uh, there is no close HBCU in the vicinity the closest one I think is you have to go to Cheney or, or Morgan State which is three hours away so we didn't get that experience So I'm trying to show that experience to a lot of these uh, younger students. So we're doing interviews and just trying to uh, create awareness to these HBCUs. So this weekend I'm at uh, Alabama A&M. So salute to them. Drop a bomb for Alabama A&M. Drop one of
6: the clues bombs for Alabama A&M. As a Dominican who grew up in New York, what made you want to go to an (laughs)
0: HBCU? Uh, Actually, it was a different world. Watching a different world as a kid growing up, just seeing the college life was, was great. And since I'm not Dominican, I'm black. Uh, my parents' dream was for me to go to a HBCU. They never got an opportunity to go to college. They couldn't afford it. So, for their child, they wanted me to go to an HBCU. So, that was their dream for me to go to college. And not just any college, but a HBCU. And that's why I went to Hampton.
6: Oh, that's good. See, that shows uh, the power of uh, entertainment. Yep. Correct. You know Mine's what I mean? Mine was College Hill. Yours was College Hill? College
4: Hill. I mean, that, yeah. See, the, that see shows the, see as the, well, that you watched. Yep. But College Hill, I even was like, I, I need to go to... The schools that they went to, I and I didn't end up at those schools, but. And hey, college hill been around that long? Wow. What you mean? No, I'm saying.
6: Wow. <laughs> no, I'm saying college hill has been around a long, long enough to impact somebody wanting to go to college.
4: Oh, who are you, Lauren? I I'm 31.
6: 31. So I'm
4: saying it's been around. You? I was wow. like college hill. What we were like? Yeah, we were in high school.
6: That's crazy! I didn't realize college hill was on <laughs> on that long.
4: I don't like that you keep saying that that long.
6: He's been stabbing you all week. I am not, yeah. That's not a stab. I really didn't think College Hill had been on for over a decade. Damn. Wow.
4: Well, DJ Envy, I'm so happy you're doing that. Let's stay positive this morning. You that's can go right. to HBCU, right?
6: <laughs> I didn't go to college at
4: all. Okay.
6: I graduated uh, in night school. Two years... Uh, behind schedule I was supposed to graduate in 1996 To graduated in 1998
4: night school been around that long <laughs> <laughs> no for real I didn't know night school was around in like the ancient Roman wow. the
6: 1900s <laughs> wow. yes it was around in the 1900s and you know what's so funny uh, Omar Epps is gonna be here this morning Omar Epps is joining us this morning yeah, he got right. his, his, his second book Nubia the Reckoning uh, is out and he actually talks about that. He talks about the fact of of entertainment and the influence and impact it can have on on people in that way.
0: Yeah, I posted a tease yesterday, and um, I forgot that Omar Epps uh, actually came to my mother's house and was rapping when he used to uh, rap back in the days. He used to do a freestyle, and I'm just thinking to myself, I had all these people come in my mama basement, and they would be rapping from Fabulous to Freeway, BDC, need Omar Epps. What did I tell you at the
4: beginning of this week, DJMV? What We need a series Something from you Like there's yeah. a lot Of history there
0: So what they did The Rap City And Tiggy used to talk About Mama upstairs That's how my basement Really was Like Mama was upstairs Cooking Like Mama was upstairs
6: Cleaning Like that's how it Really was So If, anybody, was dope. if anybody Got any, any new candles In the back You can bring them they don't make candles like they used to. I feel like, <laughs> I feel like my grandma and them had candles that lasted for years. Yeah, these candles don't even last days. My grandma
4: and them didn't used to light candles. You, it just sat in the room that you weren't allowed to sit in. Mm. The room with the plastic in it.
0: Lord have mercy. You All right, well let's get the show right. cracking. We got front page news next. Tesla and Figueroa will be joining us. It's a Friday and it's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Mm-hmm. Morning everybody. It's D J N V Charlemagne the guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We got Lauren LaRosa, our special guest host in the building, and let's get into some front page news. What up,
1: Tiz? What's going on, DJ MV Lauren, and Charlamagne the God. Good morning, Breakfast Club family. Good morning.
0: All right, well, let's jump right into it. Let's talk about Congress. Now, they got three days to make a deal.
1: Three days to make a deal. Unfortunately, we have seen this repeat over and over and over uh, and they still do not have a plan. Now The government funds run out at 12.01 Eastern Sunday. Uh, Now Democrats are presenting a united front, but the problem is on the Republican side, there's some internal fighting. They're calling it a Republican civil war uh, because some conservatives, uh, House Republicans, are pushing for deep spending cuts, even even threatening to oust Speaker Kevin McCarthy. You may remember for those who follow this, in the very beginning when Speaker McCarthy uh, was put in his seat, they had told him you know basically they would oust him if he uh, got too cozy with democrats and so they are uh, definitely making that threat again saying that if he makes a deal they will certainly be trying to remove him from his seat he was asked how he felt about it take a listen to his response how much of
7: the fact that if you do cut a deal with democrats there could be a vote to push you out well, how much I'm is that driving your decision making right nothing now? drives my decision if that was driving my
8: decision wouldn't that dri- driven my decision making 15 times before my, but you, you could have
7: cut a deal with Democrats, and that could be the end of it. Did Infos. I cut a deal then? No, so it did, be I, did I cut a deal then?
8: When, when? For the when I went 15 rounds? No, I'm talking about make, right now. Okay, the, but but, but let, me, let me explain something to you. I'm no different than I was then or before. My whole focus, what's in my mind, what drives me, is the American people. Yeah, I'm right. I'm not worried <laughs> if someone makes a motion. I'm not worried if somebody votes no.
6: It's a damn shame that these folks are willing to let the government shut down for political reasons. I don't believe they'll let it happen, but it's just, you know, just the fact they are willing to do it shows that none of these people are really as America first as they claim to be. Mm -hmm. Claiming to be about the American people? Yeah, right.
1: And he's lying, talking about, you know, I'm 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 not going to do anything because I'm worried about the people, because actually the impeachment hearing, uh, which we'll talk about in the second hour, was absolutely done because they told him he needed to do it or he would lose his position. So, uh, you know, we always say this on the Republican side, they 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 push a hard line. So oh, there's just, yeah, just a few of them. Uh, and they're, they're really, really holding the line to say you do this or else. So it's going to be interesting to see, you know, how they're going to move uh, this weekend.
0: All right, well, that is front page news. Now get it off your chest. 800 585 1051. If you need to vent, phone lines are wide open. 800 585 1051. Get it off your chest. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning.
9: It's a new day. This
10: is your time to get it off your chest. Wait, wake up. Whether you're mad or blessed, it's time to get up and get something. Call up now. 800 585 1051. We want to hear from
5: you on the Breakfast Club.
10: Hello, who's this? Yo, DJ Envy, was good? It's Coach Davis, Charlotte, man God. How y'all doing? And uh, to the guests, good morning, young, young lady. How you, good you doing? Rosa.
4: Good morning. Hey. I'm doing good. How are you? What up, Coach?
10: Yo, I'm good. I'm good. Hey, listen, man. You know, like I said, September's a lovely month. Not only did I celebrate my birthday, but I had my wedding anniversary, 21 years. Hey. And tomorrow is my son's 25th birthday, man. You know, wow. I just wanted to shout my son, Amir Davis. I love you, boy. You know, um, I also wanted to talk about yesterday, I heard y'all this morning, um, you know, before y'all get on air about the body count, I really wasn't able to get through yesterday. Mm -hmm. And I want to say this, right? When we deal deal with, you know, sexual acts and things like that, that's a spiritual act, right? And to be engaged in such behavior from a spiritual standpoint, emotions, you're dealing with a lot of uh, trauma, And things that go wrong with that because we're entering into each other you understand especially for men when you're entering into a woman And I say that because as my son right my son turned 25 One of the things like Charlemagne said, you know, I impressed and I really do I impressed upon my son because you can doesn't mean that you have to you understand what I'm saying when you're dating these young ladies You know, you don't have to have it in mind that you're gonna smash and and take her down. That's not the that's not the goal, you know. And I, you know, I have a daughter as well. She's twenty one. She's twenty years old. So Envy, I understand you, brother. You know, you 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 look at things like I had. It's funny. I had this conversation with my brother yesterday. Yo, I really sat back and I thought about in my fifteen years what my body count is, what my personal body count is and yeah, i'ma keep it a stack <laughs> no i was not uh, uh charlemagne i'ma keep it a stack with you in my 50 years i can say maybe 20 females i'ma keep it a buck. maybe 20 females in my 50 years and i'm talking college you understand what i'm saying now i wasn't i wasn't out there like that yeah i got my experience but i always felt man this is this thing is is like you said, it's your body, it's your, it's a temple, you know, from a male and a female standpoint. But I wanna leave y'all with this. Last time I was talking to y'all, um, I was mentioning about the ABA, um, and the Coney Island Thunder. Well I'm the general manager of that organization and um we got a little quick shout out on the drink on a drink chance when uh Lori was talking to, uh 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 Miss Bleak. And I know you alluded to it, but basically kept talking about the next. But I want to let y'all know, man, on the 28th is our opening day. I would love to invite y'all two gentlemen out to come watch history being made in Coney Island, Brooklyn, and Kingsborough Community College. Yo, the Thunder is here, and we're going to take Brooklyn and, and New York by storm, man. And I want y'all to have a great day.
6: Gentlemen, thank y'all for allowing me to get on the phone and talk to y'all. Thanks for for the invite, brother. $2,000 for that commercial you just did, okay? (laughs) (laughs) You
0: stupid. But thanks for that invite, brother, and good luck for the season. Get it off your chest. 800 585 1051. If you need to vent, hit us up now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club.
10: This is your time to get it off your chest. Keep calling. 800-585-1051. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club.
6: Hello, who's this? It's Jay. What up, Envy? What up, Solomon and God? Peace, King.
0: What up, brother? Get it off your chest. No,
6: I'm chilling. Yo, Envy, this is for you, man. Please don't play no trash this this morning, man. Don't do it, man. No more pumpkin spice, little as or... Sexy, bony red, whatever her name is. No more,
9: please. We done, man. Sexy, bony red. Yeah, you know
6: what? I thought you were talking to Envy. I was like, why yo. you calling Envy, pumpkin spice, and sexy yeah, bony Envy, red? Yeah, I'm, talk- oh, you- <laughs> you know I'm talking to Envy, man. I'm talking. Oh, you thought I'm talking to Envy? That sounded crazy. He was like, yo, Envy, yo, you sexy, pumpkin spice, you sexy red. That's what it sounded like you said. <laughs> nah, nah, Lord. Nah, nah, Charlamagne.
4: You got against the new girls. No, man, they wagged.
6: Listen, without the beach, they can't rap. Damn. Take
4: off,
10: take off the beach. Do me a favor. Take off the beach, right? And just listen to what they say. They can't don't they, say nothing, man. Sexy rabbit
4: rapping That ain't for Sexy us, my what? Friend. Sexy Rad be rapping I, I
6: hear you What she be rapping about?
4: I'm I waiting mean, sex and all of that stuff But she be like I could take a beat away from all her right. And we still listen
6: Salute to Sukiyana Sukiyana said Sukiyana changed her dietary habits I don't know if y'all saw that <laughs> I said, saw wow. it Wow You talking about that wow. Good boy? question <laughs> Quick question, quick question, would you let sexy, or would you let your daughter listen to sexy red music? My daughter, 15, she probably is listening to sexy red music. I walked in her room the other day, she had King Von playing. Oh. Oh, man. Well, anyway, <laughs> fellas,
0: have a good day, man. Don't, don't Hi, talk Jay. to me like I failed as a father. Yeah. Hi, <laughs> Jay. Well, Jay, I, I don't know if you know, but we don't pick the records up here, Jay. I only pick my mix, Jay. So if, if you hear something that you love or you don't like, that's, that's not on me.
6: And by the way, why do us old heads act like our generation was any better? Like, knock it off! Nobody. Like, well, yeah, some people do. We acting like we acting like the little Kims of the world and the Trinas and the Foxy, Foxy Browns weren't as as ratchet and sexual as them. Like, cut it out! What they
4: always try to do is, is is minimize it by saying, like he said, if you take the beat away, what they can't rap. What are they even talking about? And it's like some of them girls, sexy rap can really flow. I just think it gets overlooked because of what she's talking about. Mm. All right, but but I always felt like that about people like Kim. Kim can rap her ass off. People debated whether she could rap or not. In your time, I've I, I, never. She said in your time.
9: Yeah, because you. I don't know if they
6: debated whether she could rap, but I think that uh, because of the content, people didn't pay attention to her talent as much as they should. I, have. Could, I could. That's fact. What I think.
10: Hello, who's this? DJ Envy, Charlamagne, The God, Lauren. Good morning. Good morning, OG Rob. OG Rob, what up, Rob? You got some balls for us? It's ball time. You already know it's Friday, man. It's ball time. Let's get right into it. Check it out. I said, yo, ain't no need for the introduction. Your filler urge, just Google me. Zoned out, a part of that triangle philosophy. I put him out. if one strike, mama mentality, making believers. Show them this dedication is nonstop. A profile visitor shock volume and let it pop. We dream big executed for Frank White, St. James Mafia style weapon to strikes. you know the drill, Brooklyn bomb calm, it's a takeover, heavy shot intended to land, leaving what's left over, in due time, can't be confined, stuck in the hood for long soon as tour budget are manifest in the parish form, who wants to smoke Pulling the deadly strand that I'm rolling with, can't be passed by any bill, Congress is coded with, I'm soldier built, ran through the street corners and projects, flipping capsules in the process, watch the die like I'm one of one producing this hip hop. It's a new day, the main source. I'm larger, my stature. Check the professor play. OG. Oh, I got my Tim's
6: on today too. Oh yeah.
10: OG, okay, OG Rock. Okay, okay, okay. OG, I got
6: some let's bars. Say, let's
0: say. I got some bars. Uh oh, now let's get it all in perspective. For all y'all enjoyment, a song you could step with. Y'all employed me to bring rap justice, but I ain't five yo. Lauren LaRosa. You know it's time, yo. Charlemagne, stop grabbing Boo. my ass. Never. You better
6: pass because if you don't, you're trash. Boo. 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 All I do is spark colorism. All I do is spark colorism. No rapper can rap quite like I can. I take a beige man and put his head in the sand. Dog, no, hold on. You
4: wrote that, or that's not, that's not it's not, that,
0: That's LLJ Cool J, that's what that was right there. No. LLJ
6: Cool <laughs> Quite like I can. I take a beige man and put his head in the sand. Dark skin mafioso or light skin c- <laughs> make you boo mm. all light skin and want to be dark. Because all I do is spark colorism. All I do is spark colorism. Hey, nobody with me? Boo. Boo. So if if you put a light-skinned dude's face in the sand,
0: his ass is up, that's what you're trying to say? His face down, ass up? This is disgusting.
4: Are y'all throwing shots at each other right now?
6: This is disgusting. There was no need for that. O.G. Rob was there. any need for that this morning.
4: Get a oh. room.
10: Hey, 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 listen. This is what we do, man. Y'all already know what it is, man. I pre- appreciate y'all. all the time, Thank you, OG, man. Bro. I love I it. You. I love it. I love it. Y'all have a good weekend. Y'all be
0: safe. You and the family. Peace yes, and bless. Same to you, brother. All right. All right. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. Now, when we come back, we got your rumor report. Laura LaRose. What are we talking about?
4: Yes, we are talking about Genie Mai and Jeezy. They are living under the same roof still, according to reports, and it is very awkward
0: okay mm-hmm. all right we'll get into that when we come back don't move it's the breakfast club good morning the breakfast club morning everybody it's dj NV charlamine the guy we are the breakfast club lauren la rosa our special guest host is here this morning yes and let's get to the rumors lauren la rosa. so i've been here for
4: a little bit i've been here for a little bit. tell me tell me
5: is. Is the rumor report. I
4: think a lot of people will recognize the voice and the name we, we go, go,
5: go. on the Breakfast Club. Lauren came in hot. You know, she, I, right? I came <laughs> telling <them> the truth.
4: <laughs> so Jeezy and Jeannie Mai are still living together, even amid the divorce, um, and it is a very uncomfortable situation. So TMZ reported this story. Aww. Uh, Jeezy and Jeannie are still living together in Georgia, but there's very little interaction going on between them. You guys know that they have a one-year-old daughter together, and sources are saying that, you know, that right now is their main focus. Um, They don't really interact as much, but they do cross paths when they go, um, you know, throughout the house but that's about it now they also note that the divorce came as a complete shock to Jeannie which had been reported uh, prior to so but because of that there's a lot of like anxiety and tension in the home Um, and at one point Jeannie Mai was the center of cheating rumors people thought that she had began uh, dating um, Access Hollywood host uh, Mario Lopez but a source close to Jeannie um, confirmed that that was not true
6: so who are the sources that are reporting this and why do we think it's Jenny Marsh's family?
4: I don't know who the sources are that are reporting this. And if I knew, I couldn't tell you because as a journalist, you never out your sources.
0: It's cl- uh, yeah, well, that's good. Well, I will say this. The fact that they're still in the house together shows a lot, right? Because if they really, uh, if they hated each other and really couldn't get along, they wouldn't be in the house with each other. We don't other, know right? if they're in the house together. This is just sources.
6: These are just rumors. I believe Lauren. Um, it's not from Lauren. Lauren's report. Yes, I didn't. It's I didn't break, I didn't break this story. I don't
4: work at TMZ yeah. anymore. But I will say that I mean they wouldn't have ran with this if they didn't confirm it in some way, and right? I know and he, if it's not right. true, somebody's going to come out and say that is not true because it's a major story. Because we were trying to figure out what was going on. There were some photos though. I think it was like last week. Gigi still had on the wedding ring, and people mm-hmm. were like, "What's going on?" So
6: the worst thing about situations like this, there's no privacy because whoever you got in the house, it could be. You know, nannies, it could be a big people that do your lawn, whatever it is, whatever they see, they're gonna to report to outlets if there's a little change for it.
4: Well, as I mean, okay, so. You get
6: paid for those kind of stories, right, Lauren?
4: You, you don't, uh, they don't pay for information. Oh, you don't
6: pay for information? No. Are people just doing that out of the goodness of their heart?
4: When you're good at your job, it's not even goodness of the heart. No, hearts. no, no, I'm talking
6: about the people who, like, re-
9: report
4: Oh, I mean. Yeah.
6: Yeah, they got to get some
0: money. People have That's all why different
4: reasons. It. No, when no? I was no, you don't. They don't pay for information. Why do people think that? Do you guys understand? Well, how that, us,
6: Lauren? That's why we're asking.
4: I, like, I don't work there anymore, but I do want people to understand that they are really good at what they do. We at that time when I was there, no, there is no information being paid for at all. You just, just have just people want, and things and and you know relationships, and you develop you know stories from that. Yeah, I just
6: wonder what would be the benefit for somebody to to tell that. You know what I mean, right?
4: I can't answer that because each person's benefit might be different. But you know, sometimes I think people just want to feel important, maybe That's, or
0: included, yeah. or but they never mention a name, though. Like if it's a cleaning nope. person, or if it's a nanny, or if it's would... the landscape. But they don't mention a name. So you... it's like, what do you get out of it if it's not finance? They probably just get off hearing the
6: story, mm-hmm. like knowing that I'm the person that Leaked delivered that.
0: It. It. it could right.
4: you never know who this or rather who the source is, though. So mm-hmm. who, I, depending on who the source is, the 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 what i get from it changes right because yeah. if it is something like that like a nanny a makeup artist or whatever maybe they're just wanting to be involved i get what you're saying or if it's someone that like if you know celebrities put stories out too if it's like that where it's t- some coming from someone's team mm-hmm. maybe they're trying to control a narrative like there's so many different reasons you yeah, can some,
6: some people don't need credit for the drama they stir up they just like to you know stir it up yeah set things on fire and walk away and watching
4: burn I think this situation was on fire from the minute that the divorce papers were filed like that's a huge story so at this point you already in the fire you might as well like you know extinguish what's around you you never know I don't know I don't know where the story came from but Mm -hmm. I will say I thought when I read this I thought like is there hope then because they're still in the same house because why would they need to still be in the same house outside of their kid but they can both afford to not be in the same house
6: it's just all rumor and speculation Mm
4: -hmm. okay I don't know well yeah so uh, on to the next rumor speculation this stuff can is real y'all
6: you better not say that you better say allegedly allegedly (laughs) Allegedly. according
4: to sources yes um so moving on to the next story ice spice ice spice sat down with a variety magazine and she talked about um that we're welcoming a new
0: show to iheart and the DraftKings youtube channel it's called point game with john wall and cj teledano
5: Listen to The Daily Show, Ears Edition, on the iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
4: The fact that, you know, as she's come up, you know, Ice Spice has been coined as, like, one of the princesses of rap, and she's had, like, such a big debut, that she says behind the scenes, a lot of the rap girls are not nice. She says that people always want to come off as a girl's girl, and that's, like, the trendy thing to do now, but it's not always like that so she says it's a competition at the end of the day um, people want to be all I'm a girl's girl but then behind the scenes they're being can I say the word "be"?
6: yes you can oh they're yeah. being
4: bitches basically we're here the girls are doing amazing I'm excited to see I feel like this that I'm, word okay. you can't say we, that we.
9: word who's Jesus gonna put that stuff <laughs> on better
4: and who's gonna <laughs> be- sorry I don't know what I can and can't say can I get the paper
6: oh you know what you're right cause, you're right cause it's not in front of you today yeah person and here. I normally
4: ask for it but Okay, there thank you. you go. Thank there you, you right. go. Um, <laughs> She also added that she wanted to be transparent and she knows that it's a, a competition, but she knows that sometimes people are checking on her. Um, Wait, what?
6: Basically, welcome to the industry, uh, Ice Spice.
4: <laughs> okay, she's all over the place with this. It's like she's saying people are being like not nice to her behind the scenes, but then she's like, "But it's okay, though. I get it. It's competition. I think it's okay to talk about it." It's like which side are you like? I,
6: I get, I get, I get exactly what she's saying because she's saying that you know you got these people out here who act like they they down for you and they down for the culture and they down for right. women. women yeah. when you meet them you realize that's not really the case she's but saying the
0: industry is fake which people have been saying right. since the beginning of the industry that's the right. industry is fake not just for women for men too i'm sure this guy's oh yeah that's my guy and then behind the scenes is i hate that dude. that's right you know? she said that too about Same. the
4: guys too but i just feel like well if that's the case like pick a side like are you okay with that or are you not okay with it
6: i don't think you have a choice but to deal with it yeah, you just, just gotta the, understand that, you, it, live with it. That's right. It. You're in this. You're in this business. You're in this game, and that's just how people are So now you just gotta move accordingly.
4: Very much so, because mm-hmm. it gets a little crazy, especially when you're on top like her. Like she's huge mm-hmm. right now. Um. So moving on, Tyrese. Tyrese is back in the rumor report as well. So Home Depot. Let me see how
6: Envy handles this. Let me sit back and watch. Go ahead, Lauren. Go ahead.
4: Envy, you okay? <clears throat>
6: I'm
0: great
4: why'd you do that to him I'm I'm blessed oh my god okay so you guys remember um, uh, Tyrese came out and said that Home Depot was racist and he filed a one million dollar racial profiling and discrimination lawsuit so Home Depot has now responded in legal docs Mm -hmm. and Home Depot is saying that Tyrese made a series of false and misleading claims in that one million dollar racial profiling and and discrimination lawsuit that he filed last month Um, they're saying that the company has surveillance footage from the incident that contradicts a number of claims that uh, Tyrese made. So the the first claim is is saying that the footage uh, actually shows him at the counter. Um, he, had I guess, began to ring up his stuff. Um, he then went back to shop for more stuff mm-hmm. and then returned 25 minutes later. So that's why all of his items were cleared uh, from the checkout area. Um, and he they also said that the cashier voided the items um, that were being presented because they wanted to help other customers in his absence, you know how that goes like when you're shopping for stuff, they can't like hold the line up for too long. Mm-hmm. They said that he was gone for twenty five minutes, so they had to do that to move on. They also say that this was uh that Tyrese was very misleading by this in his complaint um that a computer computer glitch caused the transaction to be uh, delay. So basically, they're saying everything that he claimed was not true. So the computer glitch, why the items were clear from the front, the I guess the amount of time he took to leave and come back to the register.
6: Basically, Home Depot say, you, you ain't getting this $450 million you're suing for. That's what they're trying to say.
4: Yeah, but with stuff like this, I I, I understand that you base it off a of fact, right, when you're mm-hmm. trying to decide in court. But if he felt that way, how do you tell him that, no you, you can't feel that I mean
6: that's why he's filing the lawsuit yeah that's why you gotta they, they're saying their side in court so now he gotta prove his side in court that's all
4: but one of these people is gonna win right and it, it doesn't sound like they're fighting back hard so I don't know if it'll be him be but he still you. feels that I'm way gonna, you wanna know how I really you play? ever walked in a store and felt like something happened to you and then you're like did it or did it not but
6: you gotta make sure it's just not your feelings but you know what I wanna see Tyrese with 450 million dollars wouldn't that be amazing Tyrese Gibson with 450 million dollars wouldn't y'all like to see that
4: why are you smart? Like, what What you getting at here?
6: I'm not getting at nothing. Wouldn't it be amazing to see Tyrese with $450 million? You
4: know how entertaining that would be? Are you stirring a pot right now? What, what pot I'm are you I'm not
6: stirring? stirring any pot. I want to see Tyrese get his money if he is deserving of said money.
0: I think it'd be nice to see anybody with $450 million that look like us. Honestly. Mm-hmm.
6: He don't look like you. You Dominican. I'm not Dominican. I'm
0: black, sir. I'm Tyrese black. I don't know if he's black, over sir. Here.
6: Okay
4: Well mm-hmm. We'll see I'm sure his attorneys Will be uh, filing Some responses you So you got
0: Envy Nothing else Nope God bless Tyrese and You said there's a Surveillance cameras right You said yeah, that. you Humpty said you ain't got Nothing else now cameras. Leave it I at I just God said bless. God bless I just okay. said God bless okay. Okay. So just ask the question okay. I said I God said you ain't bless not,
6: We don't need nothing About no surveillance cameras You said I God bless I just blessed. said God bless I'm just okay. asking okay. I, I can't, I can't
4: wait I can't wait till the shoe on the other foot The
6: shoe's always on the other foot I ain't even got no shoes
4: Lord I am the shoe You being them slides I am the shoe Exactly Okay all right, Lord have mercy. Well, that that's the rumors <laughs> for right now, God. And B, don't let him get to you. God you got bless. The things you doing today? I'm
6: just saying, God bless. I can't say God bless. Can leave it at that.
0: Now, that's all move I Move on.
6: Front page news.
0: That's right. Front page news is next. And Omar Epps will be joining us. Oh my goodness! This is a great Friday. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. Morning everybody, it's DJ Envy, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Let's get in some front page news. Now Lauren LaRose is our special guest host this morning and Tess is here. Good morning, Tess.
1: Good morning, DJ Envy. Good morning, Lauren. Good morning, Charlemagne the Guy. Good morning. Jeez,
0: Let's jump right into it. All my NFL fans, Detroit Lions beat the Packers last night, 34-20. All right, well, let's talk, let's jump right into it. Let's talk about the first impeachment.
1: Yeah, the first impeachment hearing uh, was no information on President Joe Biden. Uh, they started this yesterday. Their star witnesses testifying that they lacked proof that he committed an impeachable offense. Again, didn't bring any information about his conduct or any support for Republicans' accusations that he entered into corrupt overseas business deals. and Texas. Representative Jasmine Crockett had a word about it. Let's take a listen.
2: When we're talking about somebody that's committed high crimes, it's at least indictments. Let's say 32 counts related to unauthorized retention of national security secrets, seven counts related to obstructing the investigation, three false statements, one count of conspiracy to defraud the United States, falsifying business records, conspiracy to defraud the United States, two counts related to efforts to obstruct the vote certification proceedings, one count of conspiracy to violate civil rights, 23 counts related to forgery or false document statements, 8 counts related to soliciting, and I could go on because he's got 91 counts pending right now. But I will tell you what the president has been guilty of. He has unfortunately been guilty of loving his child unconditionally, and that is the only evidence that they have brought forward. Until they find some evidence, we need to get back to the people's work, which means keeping this government open so that people don't go hungry in the streets of the United States. And I will yield.
1: (laughs) Mm. Charlemagne? Guess she told them. <laughs> mm-hmm.
6: Yeah, she she sounds like she uh she know what the hell she's talking
1: about. I like her. Well, she told him what time it was uh, when she talks about you know how we need to be focused on uh, what is happening in this government shutdown. Uh, she is absolutely right where the focus should be. I didn't mention this last hour, but want to just kind of throw that in so people can know the uh, severity of what we're talking about with the shutdown. FEMA is actually cutting disaster aid right now. You know as they're preparing uh, for this shutdown They're cutting about eight billion dollars so there's a disaster and and folks need help you know that emergency help is going to hit different when you don't have the money we also talked about earlier in the week when i covered this story what actually happens with the shutdown so we're talking about furloughing employees employees not being paid having to get paid on the back end some will never get paid at all if they're not essential employees and we're talking about uh, jobs possibly being cut as well. So the shutdown is a real thing. It does affect uh, the American people. It trickles down, especially when we talk about removing a lot of those programs. So this is a real thing that people should be paying attention to this weekend, and I will have an update on Monday.
9: Yeah,
6: I mean, n- nothing about this government shutdown says I care about people. You right. cannot say you care about the American people if you are willing to let this happen in any way, shape, or form. Especially
4: during right now when every inflation and all that stuff. That's is right. like, and I have a friend, um, when we reported this earlier this week, Tess, we talked about it. One of my mm-hmm. friends reached out to me and she was talking to me about what she's going through she's preparing for it and she is not going to be paid she has a son she has a home like you know wow. what I mean and mm-hmm. she's literally preparing to go without pay and will
1: still have to work wow yep and see that's that's the key I want people to know like some of these people will not be paid but still have to work you know yeah. so imagine that, that was crazy know. yeah imagine that you know just going in every week and still you know having to having to wait on your check so that's that that, that doesn't feel good at all
0: absolutely well now let's jump into Donald Trump what's going on with Donald Trump?
1: Yeah, I just want to give a quick update uh, on the Trump racketeering case uh, in Georgia that we've been covering here on Front Page News. A decision was made after Mark Meadows, his former chief of staff, tried to get his case, because remember, it's several of them that are uh, on trial, or will be on trial. He tried to get his case moved to the federal court. So once Trump attorney seen that that did not work, uh, then now they said they're just going to go ahead and let it stay in the state court in Atlanta. A lot of people were shocked about this because he was really pushing for the federal Uh, For this to be a federal case, you may wonder why it is because federal probably would have, again, just assumption would have benefited him more once it would. One, it would not have been televised. And two, they believe he would have had a a possibility for a better jury. But now they're saying, hey, we're going to keep it in state court uh, and it will be televised, unlike in federal court, which I think is a good thing. So maybe Trump's folks think is a good thing now as well. Uh, His attorney said the decision is based on his well-founded confidence that the honorable court intends to fulfill and completely protect his constitutional right to a fair trial. So, Fannie Willis, uh, will be moving forward on that, and I look forward to covering that here right on Front Page News. Go ahead, updated. Fannie Mae. Mm-hmm. All right, Fanny. <laughs> you like calling her Fanny.
6: Fannie Mae don't play, you hear me? <laughs>
0: Now that is front page news. Thank you, T. Well,
1: let me hold on. Let me, let me ask you this though before we go, Rain, Uh and DJ Envy and Lauren. Them televising it, you think that's going to benefit? Who, whose side do you think is going to benefit more? You think Trump is using that, you know, to get his people uh, turned up, or of course it, it benefits it good? Trump? Yeah,
4: okay. I think anything with television or any type of microphone whatsoever that's benefits right. him because he's the most entertaining. He's and
1: awesome. they go put on the show. I think
6: y'all forget that Donald Trump is a celebrity. He was. He's always been a celebrity. He was the executive producer of Celebrity Apprentice. He loves the fact that there's going to be cameras in the courtroom of course it's going to benefit him 100 percent.
1: the democrats love it because they they said let's lay it out and look at all the evidence and let the people decide you know if if it's a a good case or not so they they
6: decided Because nobody cares about facts in this generation. They care about feelings. There's nothing you're going to say to change people's minds about Donald Trump. And Donald Trump knows that. He told us that years ago. Donald Trump said, I can go out in the middle of the street, shoot somebody in the head, and wouldn't lose any supporters or anything of that nature. He knows this. Mm -hmm. Nobody cares about the truth when the lie is more entertaining. Y'all putting cameras in that courtroom, y'all giving Donald Trump a chance to entertain. And God damn it, he going to put on a show. If y'all thought Nino (laughs) Brown's testimony was good at the end of New Jack City, y'all wait till Donald Trump get in that courtroom. OK, I can't wait.
0: All right. Well, that is front page news. Thank you, Tez. You have a great weekend.
1: You too as well.
6: Thank you. Oh, and make sure you subscribe to Tesla and Figaro's podcast. the create shot. No Chaser podcast on the Black Effect. iHeartRadio radio podcast network and follow at Tesla, Tesla and Figaro on all social media platforms.
0: All right. Now, when we come back, the legend Omar Epps will be joining us. We're going to kick it with Omar Epps. He has a new book. It's called Nubia: the Reckoning. Yep. And we're gonna kick it with him next. So don't move. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Morning everybody. It's DJ NV Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We have Lauren LaRosa here, as guest host, and we got a special guest in the building, the legend,
6: Omar Epps. Yeah. Welcome, brother. What up, what up? It's good to be back. Good to see you, my
10: brother. That's
9: good right. Good to see you
6: too. Nubia the Reckoning, the sequel to Nubia the Awakening. Yes. Did you you did you always have in your mind to do a series?
11: absolutely okay absolutely from day one which um you know the 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 first the response to the first book was great and uh we had this in the tuck so just Mm -hmm. cooking up
6: what is nubia the reckoning about
11: nubia the reckoning so basically nubia the nubia series is about um you know it's a dystopian um, futuristic Mm sci-fi that follows these three teenagers these three nubian teenagers in what's a new new york it's 100 years from now and basically their powers start to sprout and it's connected to their heritage But they don't know that Because they weren't told by their parents So they, you know, adolescence is awkward It was an awkward age for mm-hmm. all of us You're trying to figure stuff out mm-hmm. And then you you throw that on their table And, um, and in the reckoning They realize what th- their abilities are And then it's a discussion of What are they going to do with them mm-hmm. You know, are they going to use them for good or
0: bad Now for people that don't know You were up here before talking about it Where did this idea even come from? It came from me, um I had the idea for a long time, for about 15 years. We live
11: in such a tumultuous world, man. It just seems just so chaotic. And and one day I was just thinking to myself, like, what if love itself was illegal? Mm. Like, what if it was illegal to love? And then what if love was reborn through this 13-year-old kid who doesn't know he's love? Wow. <laughs> so that's sort of the essence of what I was trying to capture. And then as I started to think more about it and unearth it, You know it became This this cast of um, These three teenagers You know I I was picturing We always think about These cataclysms And the world is changing And I'm like well There's going to be life After that Mm -hmm. To some form So what does that look like Mm Because for those kids In a hundred years from now Whatever's happening For that generation Will be normal to them Because that'll be The only world they know Mm -hmm. Right so They're dealing with it Accordingly And okay so There's Technology is going to be like past what we can fathom now what does that look like and then i think there'll be a rudimentary element um because the basic necessities of human life is like food clothes and shelter that's never gonna go away Mm -hmm. so there's always gonna be a like yeah you're super high tech but i'm over here analoging it and Mm -hmm. and killing it (laughs) and Mm -hmm. so what happens when those um those worlds meet and then what are the human themes that seem to transcend time so though nubia takes place in the future a lot of the themes that we explore, if you go 100 years prior to now and 100 years before that, you still were dealing with classes and racism, sexism, all of them isms. And they—and so what I'm trying to do, part of what I'm trying to do with the, with, with the book is leave a breadcrumb trail for the now generation to say, hey, we did it for a long time a certain way and mm-hmm. we still keep getting the same results. So maybe you guys can flip that. Moving forward So that we can progress And get better
4: What uh, what isms Like you talk a lot About the isms What isms specifically In this book Do you tackle
11: um, Classism I mean we tackle um, Even immigration To a point Definitely um, Racism Sexism um, Because the Nubians Are displaced people Their island nation Was destroyed Or so they think Stay tuned mm-hmm. um, And so they're In a new What I'm calling A new New York And they are sort of the have-nots. And so the people who were here, and and the the color has nothing to do with it. They're just sort of native New Yorkers, I guess. You know, they they feel a way about, well, who are these new people? And then as the powers start to sprout, they're like, who are these new kids? And why do they have a seat at our table? You know, just how society seems to be. Which is, it's always been perplexing to me because... I look at life like this If a rock big enough Hits this planet It ain't gonna matter If you got a million dollars Or a dollar Everybody right. gonna Facts. be In the same boat mm-hmm. I think about that <laughs> When
6: we on planes you see what I'm saying? I not care if you're in first class or whatever the plane goes well, down not, to rap. But
0: it's
11: you
4: just, still sitting in first class, though. Sure. Well, so it's free the, drinks. Yeah. yeah.
0: No. But if the plane <laughs> goes down, everybody dying regardless <laughs> right. of what class you're in. leg room, honestly.
4: But it, yeah. there's a lot of parallels to real life. Like when I'm listening to you talk, I'm like, wow. I remember thinking that, like gentrification, for instance, right? right. When people come into your neighborhood, you're like, yo, who are these people? And How did they just pull up with all this power and like mm-hmm. whatever? Mm-hmm. How did you know what from real life you wanted to put in this specific
11: book? It's what felt natural to me. Um, I didn't set out to write a Afrofuturistic young adult sci-fi book. I just really because
4: no, it's very different. It is <laughs> that
11: I didn't even know that was a genre. I, I'm not creative, so I just had an idea and I just started digging and digging and writing and writing. And so once it was coming to be, you know, as I got with the publisher and everything like that, they were like, "Oh, it's in this box," and I was like, "I didn't even know that was a thing." Wow. So to your, to your question in terms of um, why tackle certain themes, it's what felt natural to me. Um, I remember vividly being 12, 13, 14, 15, and the things that influenced me uh, for better and for worse. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? I think we, when you're at that age, a lot of what you are is a, you're a product of your environment and programming, right? So you're taught one thing at home and then you in school for eight hours and then you're in the world. And you start to see the 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 paradox of life, the contradictions mm-hmm. of life. And and then it and then in those experiences you sort of discover who you are. So like for me growing up, I was revolutionary. Like for those that remember the show Good Times, I was like Michael. I had a conviction on what I believed very young. Mm-hmm. So I wasn't easily persuaded or influenced by external forces other than what was at home and the idea of being prideful about who I am and what I come from meant something to me at a really young age. And that's why throughout, hopefully, not just my life, but in my career, being in a career field that deals with fame and people see you, I was very acutely aware of how the images that I portray on screen can be ingested. Oh, yeah. You see what I'm saying? Because when I was a kid, there was a difference Between Good Times And The Cosby Show Good Times was dope to me Because Their father was in the household And, and you talking to a kid That was raised by his moms With no pops So I saw that But then It was always like mm, But he never gets the job Right mm-hmm. So it was always You left like on a down tick mm-hmm. When Cosby Show came along I was like mm. They were up like she's a lawyer He's a doctor mm-hmm. They always got food on the table They always laughing mm-hmm. Even when there's a lesson To be learned mm-hmm. They find a fun way that I was like I am want to do that When mm-hmm. I started having kids I want to mm-hmm. That's the model And this is nothing Against anyone in my family Or extended family But seeing that imagery Every Thursday Meant something to me Absolutely You know And I didn't really realize it Until I became a father And was building my own family How much influence That had on me But but I knew a, a, a little nugget of you know what when I was young and, and you know the movies were coming like every other day I was like I was saying no more than I was saying yes wow. just be, just you because of what, what I
6: mean? the script was and you knew what it was what it
11: exactly, exactly. And, it's, and it's nothing against those other people who may have taken those roles or been involved in those projects I, I get it we all trying to work at the mm-hmm. end of the day but I, I just took the long road you know like nah, nah I, I want to do things that I connect to that can hopefully transcend time but that hit You know, that stick, it might not be the big shiny thing when it comes out, but it's just going to stick. Like, you know, when you think about John Singleton and you think about what, you know, what we worked on together, it is
0: it's scary how many if you revisit that project, if you if you see how many issues. he. We're welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It's called Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teledano. It's an insider's look at the NBA and the coaches surrounding the league. So check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teladono on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts.
7: Hey, my name's Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of On Purpose. I just had a great conversation with Michael B. Jordan, and you can listen to it right now. Michael is known for his performances in both film and television. His breakout role was in Fruitvale Station, playing Oscar Grant, which earned him widespread praise and numerous award nominations.
3: People
7: quit. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
5: Listen to The Daily Show, Ears Edition on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
8: Every week on Talk Easy with Sam Fragoso, I invite an artist, writer, or politician to come to the table and speak from the heart in ways I imagine you haven't heard from them before. Some of my favorites are with Tom Hanks, Margaret Atwood, Questlove, Kate Blanchett, and Oscar Isaac. If that sounds like a varied group of people, it's because it is. I always wanted to make a show where one week we could sit with a politician like Beto or Wark, the next an author like Min Jin Lee, or TV titans like Bill Hader and Quinta Brunson. Basically, this is a podcast driven by curiosity and an abundance of research. Conversations where people actually start to sound like people. In recent weeks, I sat with Dan Levy, Ava DuVernay, Benny Safdie, and the editor of The New Yorker, David Remnick. You can listen to Talk Easy with Sam Fragoso on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I hope to see you there.
12: Hi there. I'm Bob Pittman, chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. Welcome to Math & Magic, stories from the frontiers of marketing. This week, I'm talking to the one and only Ryan Seacrest love the connection to people I think at the core what I get excited about what gets me up in the morning is connecting with people in an unscripted unvarnished way is getting to to say something to them hear back from them know that I'm part of the routine and I look forward to getting on the air I look forward to it in these exciting times we're looking to the math the strategy and analytics and the magic the creative spark more than ever Listen to Math and Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast or wherever you get your podcast. Talking about in it's really scary
11: at how many things correlate to exactly now and this mm-hmm, was right. back then. Mm-hmm. So it was going way over a lot of people's heads. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? We're talking about obviously you're talking about the racism, but you're talking about mass shooting, you're mm-hmm. talking about um protecting women mm-hmm. you know uh gender identity like all of these things are in that and, and we still and we still and that's that's why i say it's scary mm-hmm. it's scary you know what i mean like it, it, it and but art has that ability you know a lot of people you know you always say does art imitate life or life imitate art i think the saying sort of is an oxymoron it's it's it gives and takes it's both Mm -hmm. You know, sometimes life inspires art and sometimes art definitely can inspire your life. You know, what I mean, you can that's why you can hear a song or you can see a piece or there's an art to food. You can eat a meal that will bring a tear to your eye because it brings you back to an immediate place. Mm -hmm. No,
4: but yesterday.
0: You see what I'm saying? Yes. There you go. All right, we got more with Omar Epps When we come back, don't move It's the Breakfast Club, good morning Also, Ebony K. Williams will be joining us next hour We're going to be taking your calls 800-585-1051 We had a discussion yesterday about some comments she made And let's have a discussion, all right So we want you to call in Ebony K. Williams will be joining us 800-585-1051 If you want to chop it up with her If you want to talk to her and then we got more Omar Epps when we come back. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Charlemagne the guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Lauren LaRosa is our special guest. And we have Omar Epps here. But also, Ebony K. Williams will be joining us next hour. And we talked about uh, some statements that she said. And Lauren LaRosa was talking about it. A lot of people were very passionate. So she's here to discuss. So if you want to talk to Ebony K. Williams, she's going to be joining us. You can get on the phone lines right now, 800 Five eight five one zero five one. But right now, let's get back into our conversation with Omar Epps. All right,
6: Charlamagne. You know, I love what you just said about uh, the, the movies because I think about it even with a series like this. Because I, I saw you said you wish this book existed when you was a child. Yeah. I don't know when the series is going to end, but endings are very important because yes. I think a lot of times in this art, we talk about the problems, but we never talk about the solutions, and yes. there never seems to be a happy ending. Whether it's Menace of Society, Boys in the Hood, whatever it was, Juice. There's really no happy ending. Well, I think
11: maybe maybe because they're trying to teach a certain lesson, mm-hmm. a certain angle of the lesson, mm-hmm. you know, and then we, I, that's making me think about certain songs where, like, yeah, they, they're not showing the glamorous part. They're showing the other part.
9: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like we
11: used to seeing the rich and Poes and all of them and all of that mm-hmm. fly stuff, but they're not showing you the heartache that comes along. And so I think things are necessary. With Nubia, I do have the ending, but it also is an entryway into film television mm-hmm. animation everything you could think of I have story points that we want to hit um, so it's essentially I've created a my own universe mm-hmm. that hopefully one day can be akin to like Marvel
6: that's what pains me about the Nubia series though because I love science fiction and I do feel like it needs to be a film a TV show I don't know if Hollywood will ever make a real investment into sci-fi led by black people I'm not waiting on Hollywood. Okay. If, if I was waiting on Hollywood, the book
11: would have never been written. Absolutely. So we're going we gonna to do what we do, which is find a way. You know, you, well, hey, we made a delicacy out of the scraps, meaning they yeah. threw us pig intestines and we made chili. Yeah. Was talking yeah. About she about loves and we, and we she made loves them so them. good. I they was like, hey, like, can you them? make me a plate? <laughs> this is what we do. So hopefully it is in my lifetime. I mean, this is what I'm doing it for. But, you know, there's when I say there's more of us, I'm not talking about a color. I mean, like minded. Mm -hmm. There are more like minded people than what we see portrayed in the news and in blogs and stuff like that. So when people put their money where their mouth is and really support one another, then it, it enables us to go to those next levels to where we don't have to be fully dependent on. Other systems. Absolutely.
4: Now the three main characters of the book, I don't want to say their names wrong. Um, but
11: Uzochi, Lencho, and Zuberi.
4: Thank you. Mm-hmm. So they are of this first generation to discover these powers. Yes. When I read about that part of it, it made me think about like just being first generation, coming from certain, like, you know, like, I'm first generation college student or whatever. And you realize that you really can be put in a dark room and find the light, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. What is the message in this book to the first generation? Of anything, like the, the the students, the kids, the you know, I'm first generation to go to college. I'm first generation to buy a house. What first message? generation
6: millionaires.
11: Yeah, like, I'm, what do they take first away generation.
4: from this from this book?
11: I mean, there's there's a lot of things that they take. The, I think the the one of the main themes for me is the idea of unity. You know, cats that spend twenty five hundred dollars on a belt because it has a certain name on it. Mm-hmm. But if Envy shirt kings or like Fubu in them back mm-hmm. in the day, Supreme in them back in the day. They say, yo, the belt's $500. We like, from you, Too much nah. for your brand. Right. I'm going to go spend triple over there. Same quality. Mm-hmm. Right. Same. And then you you elevate and you be like, oh, they make all of these bags and stuff in the same factories. Mm-hmm. Same materials, same everything. But because we're blinded by a name, which comes with a perception, mm-hmm. we don't know how to how to stand for hours. Like, no, nah, we have the spending dollars, so we're going to spend here. Where it really matters. And let... As Killer Mike salute always talks about keeping the dollar circulating amongst us mm-hmm. first before it goes out. Right. So the theme of unity on on every level. And the other thing I really want the young reader to take away is all the answers are already inside of you. That's right. I think we're born into this world in perfect harmony and in perfect balance. Like if we look at the creation, the world as we know it, everything that's alive is like an instrument and it's this magnificent symphony Mm -hmm. and everything plays a part from an ant to an elephant to a a tree everything plays a part the only thing that seems to be playing out of tune is human beings Mm -hmm. we're the ones playing out of tune playing the wrong notes so i say that to say that the answers are already inside right they already are permeating through you physiologically and spiritually part of the conundrum of life is to then You sort of unlearn what is innately in you, product of environment, schooling, all of these things. And then you spend your latter life unlearning that Mm -hmm. to get back to the source. So I imagine a world where right now college is a four year process. What if one day college is a year process? What could that person do with that other three years in terms of being productive? Mm -hmm. And if you put a bunch of those type of people together, I mean, we still marveling over, I don't know, Twitter and Facebook. It's like, I ain't curing cancer, though. That's right. You know what no, I mean? for real. What, what, what happened? What, what do we do in a world where, like, Tylenol, cancer, don't matter what kind. Oh, just go to the pharmacy. That's five dollars. Ain't nothing. Right. Imagine how much more productive we could be as a species. Like, the fact that we're in 2024 and people are still hung up on skin color. And again, I don't mean white, black. This is light-skinned dark skin stuff. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's some license, though. You know, me and Marlon deal with well, that all the time. Oh, you, on your, be, you, know, be, you call it Baby Baby he No, rage, but he, he, is, he be, he be in is, here. It is some license. Yeah. Stuff. But it ain't his fault It's right. no
9: And right. every time it's it happens It's what we, it's what we was taught. Yeah. Every no. time
4: no. it happens We give him grace We give <laughs> him not, grace We fair. give him, grace. We give him in,
0: grace Charlamagne does the same thing And I say his complexion They attack me But he called me beige rage Beige Beige Everything under the sun <laughs> It's because of your and behavior And matches that. But if I say black Anything to him Yeah you can't do it See why we, But I'm black But uh, what, you are black Exactly. So what's the problem? But this is what I'm talking about. The fact that even... <laughs> he's not, we were
6: he's Dominican. I'm not Dominican. Stop it. You better he stop it. You don't even claim. Stop what it. claim.
11: Stop it. Charlamagne, man, I got to stop you there. You look more Dominican than he Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> You've been <laughs> to Washington Heights lately. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> now, man,
6: I, I wanna... What Omar said is so true, and it's amazing to me that most things that are man-made take you out of alignment. Yep. And I don't understand that. I mean, it makes sense, though, yeah. right? It does make sense.
11: Yeah. That's why when people get caught up in this AI, I'm like, it is, it, oh it, it's, it's being made. So mm-hmm. there's flaws in it. We just can't see it yet. Right, yeah. it ain't nothing to trip over. You know what I mean? And it's about being in tune with with who we are and who we're here to be. And what is our purpose? And our purpose is to spread love and spread positive energy. And you get to a point we, where we all are. We still have ambition. We still have drive. But we pushing. It's a hell of a thing to be pushing for yourself and then push for others. Mm-hmm. When you're pushing for others, now you're really serving your purpose, and it's a really, it's a, it's a fulfillment that no dollar amount could fill. When just passing off the information or the knowledge to someone and then go and see them walk, run, and then fly, it's just a feeling that, it, 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 to me, this is what life is about.
6: One of the grand themes mm-hmm. That life is about The older so. I get The less I want Here you go mm-hmm. You know Because the things That I actually want Money can't buy They're not superficial In go. any way shape or form There you go
0: Alright we got more With Omar Epps When we come back Don't move It's the Breakfast Club Good morning Morning everybody It's DJ Envy Charlemagne the God. We are the Breakfast Club We have Lauren LaRosa Here our special guest host Still kicking in With Omar Epps Would you having three kids Would you want your three kids To be in the industry Acting or music Would you want them Seeing what you seen? Cause you've seen Because you've seen behind the scenes you pull the curtain back so would you want them to to do that i mean i'm human so
11: i think whatever whatever it is i don't care if you a uh, race car driver mechanic bus driver. like we all want our kids to do something other than what we do great, great F- you absolutely. know what i mean be great at that thing but underneath it all i just want them to follow their passion you know, whatever brings them joy. If it's, uh, you know, our youngest daughter, she's a singer songwriter. That's her gift, but she's putting in the work for it, and that's the main thing. You know, is nothing's gonna come to you easy, but
0: if you're putting in the work for it, and that's your passion, I'm, I'm behind it. See, you it's, it's, it's right? good, it's good in, in situations like that because mom and dad have been there. So so you can guide where maybe you you didn't have that guidance because maybe your mom didn't know how to look at contracts and look know what to look for you know what I mean so right. it's good that you're there but it's just you know it's it's a difficult thing because you're like damn the stress that I went through dealing with this industry
11: yeah but you know what what you're saying is right in essence but realistically it's a totally different world because mm-hmm. this this a completely different universe from selling a physical record to a stream and the business in between that. Correct. It's a whole different world. So it was like, yeah, your mom's did that but uh not like this. <laughs>
4: Is she mominger? Huh? Like, are you guys, like, managing? Oh, momager, and, like, Yeah, like... It, or you, you act guys, like
0: mom's not right here. No, no, because
11: no, he,
4: he, he mentioned, he mentioned <laughs> it, she's, it so. she's
11: a heavy-handed advisor.
10: That's what I'm saying.
9: momager. Okay. Heavy,
4: okay. Heavy-handed okay. advisor. Okay. advisor. <laughs> all right,
9: heard you. Yeah. <laughs> what's,
6: what's your favorite method of storytelling? Is it TV,
11: is it films, or is it books? It depends on the story. Mm-hmm. You know, like, like, when I was thinking of Nubia, I saw film, I saw television, I saw all these things, but I knew... That's not the delivery system right now. You know what I'm saying? You're gonna have to crawl through this process. Crawl and meaning a good thing. Like there's just so much story. This the the depth of the story can only be done in book form in its initial phase. Once that's established to an audience and they're familiar with, oh yeah, that's the blah blah blah, blah Then we can take it other places. And mm-hmm. so we're still in this is phase one, if you will. Mm-hmm. But other other than that i just love art man it doesn't matter like i said earlier like i think there's art to, to cooking there's art to everything there's art to business mm-hmm. you know it just depends on you know what you connect to and what makes you happy and and for me the prime goal is to it is is like i realize the weight of everything that i'm a part of is going to outlast me mm-hmm. so why am i really doing this who am i doing it with it's not just a self fulfilling thing anymore. You know what I mean? Like the, the greatest compliments to this day, the greatest compliments that I received was when people come up to me and say something that I was in, you know, helped them through or inspired mm. them to. I had a, 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 a young doctor come up to me and was talking about a show that I was on, a medical show I was on, mm. and they were just like the portrayal of that character helped them through a tough time while they were in med school ready to give up. Mm. And to me, that was like getting a, a million dollar check because mm-hmm. I'm like, this is exactly what I do it for. You know what I mean? Like to to be able to pass on what was mm-hmm. passed on to me. I really did want to know how you wrap your mind around what's going on in 2098. I mean, it's to me, it's simple. I think humans are gonna human. Mm-hmm. And then geographically, like re- again, whatever happens in the next 20, 30 years, there's gonna be a world after that. So that's creative license. Mm-hmm. Well, that's so kind of looking this. If we I mean sadly If we take a cue From what happened with Sandy The lower part of the city Would be underwater Mm -hmm. And then Same Same rules apply Where's all the money at now Uptown Mm -hmm. All right, Let's ramp that up A little bit more Mm -hmm. Humans have fused With technology Let's You know You get to Mm -hmm. Take creative license But The more things change The more they stay the same Man you know what I'm saying? Like like in the hood, everybody wanna talk about new world order order. No, it's one world order. That's the actual term. And that's been for thousands of years. There's always gonna be a group of few that try to control the many. It ain't nothing new, there's no conspiracy, it's right there dead in front of your face. It's just how you perceive it. That's real. You know what I mean? But there's something to perceive as well is that the victory's already won. And whether the listeners, whether you a believer or not, I'm not, in, you know, putting my beliefs on anyone. I'm a believer, and the victory is already won. The, the the table of victory with the most beneficent is already set. So there's a part of us that we gone through the motions. Choose your side. Choose wisely, and live your life. And your character is determined by your actions. Period. You know what I mean? So you know. Hopefully, when it's my time, my actions will be. Met by the eternal
0: glory You play so many iconic roles Does it ever bother you When somebody calls you One of the names From the iconic roles Like I'm sure you walk down the hall. And it's like Q You know
9: what (laughs) I mean Does that that, that that,
0: I love it
11: That doesn't bother me at all No 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 That
0: doesn't bother me at all
11: I'm cool with that What
9: bothers you? When
11: people call me like Yo Makai I'm like <laughs> that's my man's and all that, but I know we look alike. They say we, but come on, bro. <laughs> it could be worse. They even like <laughs> <"Yo>, <laughs> they said, "Charlamagne." <laughs> they are like, "Yo, Mike." I'm like, <laughs> Mike, Mike, Mike. <laughs> that's
9: that's crazy. Oh, yeah. Well,
11: I'm like, come on, yo. Like, that's the. the <laughs> I can see Makai <laughs> but not they,
4: Mike. They, w- mm-hmm. Like, where is this happening? Like, you just all out over. and about. It's just
11: random. Like, sometimes I wonder if people are just. It's like if someone saw you and they're like, "Oh, I, I know." You got called
4: Will I Am? get called Will
11: I Am that was great <laughs>
9: Yeah,
4: You know Charlamagne say you should just start just answering stuff.
6: Morris Chestnut but nobody ever heard it Morris Chestnut said that you know what the Morris Chestnut said somebody called him Charlemagne yeah, he said on Jennifer Hudson. So he said he gets mistaken for me. You That's a he said? goddamn lie. He I, said
11: that.
4: Do you see why it? Why you mad at God? T- t- tell me. <laughs> do, <you, laughs> no. do, do you see it? God engineered God
6: this. God <laughs> exactly. why you exactly. why God Why are you upset about it?
4: <laughs> 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 you saw the Dominican in him. Do you see it?
6: Knock it off. Definitely, y'all gotta take him up to Washington am not I gotta go now. We did have a debate about who your favorite, who the best Omar Epps character was. I think your best role is Jay Reed in too deep. I think that's a very slept-on role. That was, yeah, that was. Dumb. How about I haven't done it yet? Ooh.
9: Oh.
6: Yeah. Okay. Okay.
0: let yeah. Well, there you have it. It's Omar Epps. We appreciate you for Love. joining us, brother. Yes. Book's out right now, Nubia: The Reckoning. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning, yeah. morning everybody. It's DJ <laughs> Envy, Charlemagne the guy We are the Breakfast Club. Before we jump into the room, as Lauren LaRosa our special guest host, is yes. here. Yes. Ebony K. Williams will be joining us next hour. Charlemagne
6: is—they're uh, taking over Charlemagne's donkey. Yeah, I'm not going to do donkey today because uh, I told Lauren yesterday that one day she might have to be face to face with Ebony K. Williams. Okay, and she better keep that And I that said I was energy.
4: excited to do it. I said I was excited to do it. We (laughs) We was going to talk through all the points I had. That's right. So So I know she's going to talk talk through
0: hers. That's right. So Ebony K. Williams will be joining us, and we're going to be taking calls. So if you want to talk to Ebony K. Williams, you can get on the phone lines, 800-585-1051. You know, something that she said went viral yesterday. People were talking about it. It was on all the blogs. we're going to discuss that, and and we're going to allow you guys out there to talk to her as well. That's
6: right. We're going to allow everybody to talk to Ebony this morning except for bus drivers because y'all might still be holding holding on to something, and (laughs) we're talking about something else. Y'all got security
4: here, though? Huh? Okay. A phone calls? What? Call? Uh, what are you well, talking about? Well, you know, because people be rolling up on you at the radio station. That's
6: me. I got years of causing problems.
4: Okay? Yeah, you <laughs> are we do have, the shoe. You are the shoe.
0: And we <laughs> do
6: have. We have security outside, so we, yes,
0: we're
4: not
6: concerned.
0: Know. All right, but let's get to the rumors. Lauren So I've been
4: here for a little bit. I've been here for a minute. <laughs> move back
5: away. Tell tell her. Made This it. the rumor report. I think
4: a lot of people will recognize the voice and the name. Here we go.
5: On The Breakfast Club Lauren came in hot
4: You know Didn't I came in telling the truth <laughs> Now Suki Hana um, You guys know Suki Hana the rapper She's been up here That's my girl And she says She's not sure What made her feel like It was okay to eat a man's behind
1: Toss a salad Oh Jesus I can't Christ. say the whole Oh You can say, t- you
4: can say that Basically, she changed her diet. Yeah, habits. she she doesn't want to toss Jesus the salad Christ. anymore. She yeah, there the dietary chain salad. What well, Lord have mercy! A on. lot of
6: people are doing healthier diet dietary tips. You know what I mean? That's the, a that's a good healthy dietary tip. Right the there.
4: toothpaste might not have been getting through all of the after effects either, so maybe that's a part <laughs> of the. It.
6: But it's not even about the act. It's about you don't just do that to anybody.
4: She didn't Suki always said When she was here She said when she's with the men She's in love So that's her bae That ain't but how that song's song. no, song
6: song, Play this song yeah, Play this song How this song a song
1: He just ate my t- He wanna switch Now I'm eating his his, his, his That
6: guy
1: Eating That
4: that's four, we'll be ten, five. We. It's that's no five. way. It's that no was way. Was five that was different it's people. No way. She, that was five bucks. she would
6: have like a uh, pink eye or something. It's and, no and way. By the time she got <laughs> to the fifth no guy, way. she said we. So that's a buffet. <laughs>
4: stupid? I don't, y'all. Not all you can eat. That's what she said. <laughs> I don't know. Well, I mean, let me tell you something. I don't know the amount of people she was talking about, buffet, single plate, one serving, or not. But then she followed up and said, I'm going to do it again. Okay. She's back. So oh, she's back. back in the game.
6: Oh, that was a quick diet.
4: Yeah, she's back in the game. It's like
6: junk food. It's like a. It's like not something you should do all of the time. Like a cheat meal. That's how you start treating it. You can toss in the salad. is like, it's like a cheat meal. Treat it like That's a cheap cheat meal. To wow, S- should treat it, treat it like a, a cheat meal.
4: Some people treat their backsides very well, bidets and all that. And now they cheap. It's a cheat meal.
6: Yeah, it's a cheat meal. It ain't mm-hmm. something to be mm-hmm. eating all the time.
4: Okay. All right. Well, Britney Spears, uh, she recently had fans online very scared for her. She <laughs> posts these videos where she's dancing in her house. Uh, Britney be doing Britney. Um, I
0: call that dancing.
4: I mean, look, she's right. Yeah, that's what she does. I don't know. But she posted a video. This time she was dancing, but she had knives in her hand. So fans freaked out. They ended up uh, reaching out to police who went to her home to do a wellness check uh, just to make sure she was okay. And Britney Spears actually had to come out and, and speak on it. So she said, I know I spooked everyone with the last post, but these are fake knives that my team rented from the hand prop shop in L.A. These are not real knives. No one needs to worry or call the police. I'm trying to imitate one of my favorite performers, Shakira. A performance I was inspired by. She's talking about Shakira's uh, MTV VMA performance earlier this month.
6: You know, I have been on good authority. Uh, sources told me, and you should believe me, even though that I'm, even though I'm lying, that Britney Spears watches Drink Champs. And she loves the episode with Tony Yale, And she watches the episode over and over. And when Tony Yale was on Drink Champs and he talked about uh, members of Terror Squad, you know, dancing with machetes, mm-hmm. <laughs> dancing with knives. It says that's what inspired uh, the video that she posted. But, you, but you're but telling the truth, but you're lying. No, I'm telling the truth, but I'm lying. But the point is, this is she watches Drink Champs a lot. Mm. And she loves that episode with Tony Ayo. I don't, and, and I don't think she, Britney
4: Spears knows And she loves Fat Joe. She wants
6: Fat Joe to go to her house and deliver her a pair of Terror Squad sneakers because she wants to be a member of Terror Squad. So that was her way of saying, hey, I can be down with T.S. T.S.B.S. You. you know? Got you. Absolutely. Got you. Okay. You're telling the truth But you're lying oh, sources, My sources say mm. I don't
4: want to see Britney mm-hmm. in a two-piece And some Terra Squad Air Force Ones In a video
6: I would love to see that I Are you crazy I don't want to see it Prices would go knives. crazy
4: I'm good I'm the, good off on that It'd probably be metallic too Because she's really Trying to up the sneak A
6: black two-piece With the blackout Fat Joe Terra Squad Sneakers dancing nice. With knives Would be incredible That'd be All more right. incredible Than Bill Clinton wearing them. Are you hear
9: <laughs> me All if
0: right Bill Clinton black. had
6: them on With a
0: suit They did uh, all right. Well, that is your rumor report. Now, when we come back, Charlemagne is not doing his donkey today. That's because Ebony K. Williams will be joining. Judge up. Ebony K. Williams. And we're going to discuss a lot today. And We're going to be taking your calls to 800-585-1051. Uh, yesterday, she made some statements that went viral and uh, we're going to we're going to talk about it. We're going to discuss. So get on the phone lines right now. It's the Breakfast
5: Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same.
0: Morning everybody, it's DJNV, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We have Lauren LaRosa here, our special guest host, and we got a special guest with us today. We had a topic talking about some statements that she said, ladies and gentlemen. You know, Ebony you know, K. You Williams. Know, don't
6: nobody stir it up like Ebony K. <laughs> <laughs> What's up,
13: Envy? What's up, Char? What's good up, Ms. Hi, morning. how are you? Good morning. good morning. Good morning. Uh Envy, I was gonna be very, very pissed and disappointed if you weren't Skyping in. So good job. Why? See you. Well, because I didn't know if I'd ever be back up here, to be candid. If you don't After stop. The last... no, I really Why? Yeah, it was it was it was tight last you think time. So? Yeah, but God is good. I came you, with my godly own you we don't be so? godly on we're good it's really God
0: is good I would say this you know every time we have a conversation we're always not gonna agree but you're always invited up here regardless I mean we're not gonna agree on everything but the, the, the best thing about us is just having a conversation so never think that you can't come up here for something you say no that's what these conversations and these platforms are about
13: I, I'm half playing but but it's a good point and it's, it's worth saying out loud so I appreciate that and I love
0: I you, you sister love. I don't, I, I don't, I, I don't you want you to think I, I don't love you, love, you. love you I love you for real it's, Like it's it's I appreciate family. everything that you do Absolutely. and it's
13: just like anything else you go hardest in the past with your fam so mm-hmm. well, yes Absolutely.
6: in the paint as in the paint that's on your face oh shut up God, well, I'm
4: happy you're here thank you I said yesterday I would love to have a conversation with you about the video now yes. what's, what's
6: the topic of conversation I feel like this is a conversation that men shouldn't even be involved in but what is, what is the gist of the conversation
13: it's not for you Charlemagne. so agree. I'm glad that you said that um this is a conversation for ladies, and I texted uh, my good friend Charlemagne. I said, as a friend to the show, I-, I heard the conversation yesterday. I appreciated the critique and the constructive nature of it. And I said, you know, since I'm down the street on the train, let me pull up, and, and I want to hear from you, Lauren, about what you agree with and what you disagree with and have a, a ladies' conversation about Let's it. Let's do it.
4: Yeah. So I think for me... Um, I'll start with, with the, what I disagree with. Let's well, Kim, well,
0: first, for people that, that don't oh, know, you want to okay. play the clip of, of what went viral yeah, so, that, so people let's understand, let's understand
4: that? Clip to bring everybody up this um, Red,
0: you got the yeah. clip? Let's play the clip, Red.
13: The reality is, is that our marriage and partnership market value is depreciating with every passing year. No matter how good we look, no matter how fit we are, men are still seeing primarily our presumed dwindling fertility as a knock against us. So here's my advice. If you are a young black woman in college and you know in your heart and in your head that you want to prioritize family, I suggest that you simultaneously pursue that MRS degree right along with that BA or JD. Because a handful of black college-age men that actually do desire to get married soon and they do share that value system and family is a priority for them too, y'all that is an incredibly small pool and it's shrinking as you get older by the time you reach my age, 40, you will be faced with different choices relating to life partnership and
4: motherhood. So I think, um, all right. So breaking it down into what I agree and what I disagree with. So the disagreeing for me came with the starting with the infertility. And we're welcoming a new show to iHeart and the
0: DraftKings YouTube channel. It's called Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teledano. It's an insider's look at the NBA and the coaches surrounding the league. So check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teladono on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts.
7: Hey, my name is Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of On Purpose. I just had a great conversation with Michael B. Jordan, and you can listen to it right now. Michael is known for his performances in both film and television. His breakout role was in Fruitvale Station, playing Oscar Grant, which earned him widespread praise and numerous award nominations.
5: Listen to The Daily Show, Ears Edition, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
8: Every week on Talk Easy with Sam Fragoso, I invite an artist, writer, or politician to come to the table and speak from the heart. In ways I imagine you haven't heard from them before. Some of my favorites are with Tom Hanks, Margaret Atwood, Questlove, Kate Blanchett, and Oscar Isaac. If that sounds like a varied group of people, it's because it is. I always wanted to make a show where one week we could sit with a politician like Beto or Wark, the next, an author like Min Jin Lee, or TV titans like Bill Hader and Quinta Brunson. Basically, this is a podcast driven by curiosity and an abundance of research. Conversations where people actually start to sound like people. In recent weeks, I sat with Dan Levy, Ava DuVernay, Benny Safdie, and the editor of The New Yorker, David Remnick. You can listen to Talk Easy with Sam Fragoso on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I hope to see you there.
4: the uh the market value they're appreciating so with the infertility i know some i said this yesterday some stuff is science right you can't get around that Mm -hmm. but i feel like when you start with that and you lead with that it then makes people get defensive and they don't even hear the rest of it i know when i first listened to it i was like oh god this is going to be another one of those conversations where like someone's telling me as a woman by the time you get this age your life is over and Mm -hmm. you know when you're when you're like Trying to figure things out, and you're like, I'm 31 years old, right? Like, I'm recently out of a very long relationship. You want to feel? Not I heard about nah, Charlamagne. You you, he always did my big man. Man. Jesus, Charlemagne Christ. Charlemagne. Charlemagne
13: Jesus Christ. Charlamagne told, told me, Lord, Don't worry, there's life after. Go ahead. I
4: know, and, and I, <laughs> and then, but no, but that's my point. It's like, I for me, I made a very conscious decision with a lot of things in my life, going to college being in the relationship that I yeah. was in not being in that relationship even with my like recent you know back and forth to east coast west coast like I've always had to be very conscious and cognizant of the fact that like you know as a woman as a black woman right especially working in the space that I work in I might not get that that other chance like I gotta do it right the first time and I you're think you're talking like, about professionally I, pro- pro- professionally and personally okay and only because that's... And what are your
13: personal goals? Just so we're clear, do you, you want marriage My and My personal children. goals, I want marriage, I want children. And that nuclear
4: family I want, foundation. I want, mm-hmm, I okay, want all of that. Great. Um, and I don't even have a number of kids. Once we start, we start. I just want to oh, twins Oh, no, we're not going
13: to get into the minutia of that. But, but, but yeah, you, you want to yes, be a mother.
4: I want, I, yes, I w- I'm, okay. I'm going to be a, an amazing mom. But I just feel like when you lead with the stuff that you lead with, it instantly turns the conversation negative. And for someone like me who is watching and learning and listening to you, mm-hmm. It makes it where now I am defensive. I don't want to watch, listen and learn. I don't hear the rest of what you're saying. So now I'm not being taught and I should feel like I can listen to you and learn from you and not feel like you're the op, right? And that's how it starts off when you instantly are telling me everything negative about what I already am facing every single day. And I think that that's a big part of it too. Is like when you put certain truths in front of people, it hurts, people don't want to hear it. But beyond that, like you can't get around the infertility. The second thing was the market value, right? I don't agree. Like I don't know where you were at 31, but for me, I feel like I'm just now getting to the space where, like, the people that I'm able to, or not even able to, but the people that I'm dating, the life experiences that I'm experiencing that are teaching me what I want, what I don't want. I'm right now in the the best space that I've ever been in, and that wasn't me in college. I didn't know what I wanted in college. I didn't know who I was in college. I seen nothing, haven't done anything. I also I didn't agree with that. Mm-hmm. but
13: so, go ahead we, yeah let's just yeah. let's because you put two big ones out and let's break them down before we get ahead of ourselves okay so you're 31 years old a uh, college educated woman uh enjoying a very successful career in a high profile space I'm gonna, I'm gonna put my hands together for all of that now when i say market value depreciating lauren did you hear what i said before that did i did you hear the specificity of the particular marketplace i'm speaking about No, which was that okay so i want to just go back actually to your first point lauren which i think you are conceding that you had a reaction to my commentary that was so visceral in nature that you actually shut down your listening comprehension skills Mm. you said that okay Mm -hmm. so so because of that though right i'm not going to sit in a posture of ownership because you made a choice to be limited in the way in which you received and processed the information. Now, you are a grown woman and you have autonomy over what you choose to consume and what you choose to not consume. So when I was giving the advice, the strategy, the game, putting you know certain people up on some game, I'm, I'm talking to a very limited pool of young black ladies, the, the ones that are currently in school or immediately following school or graduate school. And then the other caveat, I'll say, the other place this information is in real time relevant to are the mothers or even the fathers of those young women. That's who this is for. So you, this is
4: actually not even applicable to you, Lauren. But so but so, so you, No, no, let me finish. You, Wait, before you finish your thought, okay, okay. I also think, too, the reason why people also because not just me or the people because even the people it's meant for I'm sure some of them did the same exact thing as well and too some right? not. Right, and some did not and some I, did not right, right, because you I, read all the comments right? But yeah I did and but, some some what I th- really but what I think happens that. is with you and I, I this, saying this in the most respectful way I think that the way that you approach things like even this conversation right now yeah, it can make it it, it it does that. It dilutes the whole point of... For like where, you. For you. For you, You're talking Lauren. to me specifically. Yeah, right well, now. I you
6: agreed with Ebony, though. Know.
4: I agree with certain parts of it, but I think that the... Th- my whole point of what I'm saying, right, because right now I feel like you're taking what I didn't agree with and the fact that I don't remember specific words or whatever you said. No, I'm not, don't,
13: Lauren. Really, I really think this would be better served and more productive. If just like I... It's kind of like an opening statement in, in a court of law. I gave you a good amount of time to lay out two prongs of disagreement and I respect and appreciate both of your positions I'm not saying they are wrong but I am saying that I don't know how productive it is to be the time manner and delivery police right so when we talk about and also this the nature of this work that we all do in this space of media and journalism whatever we want to call it right it's very subjective in nature so for everybody Lauren that takes your position which is very valid it was visceral to me, I found it triggering, it felt hurtful, it, I felt attacked, I felt policed, I felt it on, whatever it is, there's also a whole nother contingency of black women that felt seen by that commentary, that felt heard. I had Sores coming up to me, we had a fundraiser, uh, shout out to the Pi Kappa Omega chapter of Alpha Kappa Alpha already Incorporated, ski-wee, uh, we had a fundraiser that very night that that commentary dropped. And I had sores coming up to me who are more in my age group, right? Because that's the the first thing we need to acknowledge. Lauren and I are not the same age. Mm -hmm. There's a good 10 years between me and this lovely young lady. Mm -hmm. So I'm speaking from a purview of experience that looks a bit different. Not vastly so, but a bit different. I agree. And my peers who are 40 and up are like, I wish someone would have told me. And the fact that you are doing the labor Ebony. You are doing the service of letting young girls that are currently in position to put themselves in best practices because they are currently in school or graduate school or shortly thereafter matters. And, and, it, and it's good that somebody is rolling up their sleeves and doing the work and having the conversation publicly that quiet as kept many pockets of black elite culture are having with their children generationally every day.
0: Uh, we gotta uh, take a break so we'll come back and we also want to take some calls 800-585-1051 and if you're just joining us that's Lauren LaRosa she's our special guest host today and Ebony K. Williams is up here
6: and I think uh, it's very important when we come back let's talk about what we agree with in this
0: in yeah this I want to Correct. get to that too
4: because I don't want you to feel like because what and oh we this, do when we come back right? yeah we okay. do when we come
6: back yeah okay alright it's the Breakfast Club good morning
0: the Breakfast Club
4: Morning, everybody. It's
0: DJ NV Charlemagne Tha God. We are The Breakfast Club on this Friday. We have Lauren LaRosa, our special guest host. And we have Ebony K. Williams joining us this morning. And we're taking your calls as well. 800-585-1051. Now, we're discussing some comments that uh, Ebony K. Williams made that went viral yesterday. So now, right before we left, I, I cut both you guys off so we can <laughs> pay some bills and get some music on. Yes, so yes. I know, Ebony K. Williams, you were, you were talking.
13: I was. So I was acknowledging Lauren's right right to consume content that she enjoys and feels comfortable with and also reject that which she doesn't because her critique at this point i understand is, is a bit about my it's about my delivery as much as the substance of what i'm saying
4: i think that the disagreement again comes in with how you say it and we don't get that vulnerability right so me sitting here with you right now mm-hmm. is like this is what i want to feel when i see the content i might not always get that sure. though and maybe it's not like you said it wasn't for me it was for the girls that's still in college right Correct. but at the same time it's placed on my timeline so i get it and i feel it and sure. i stop and i listen either way but and I'm glad you do. Shout out to the team at the Grio. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. But you first, agree with they, But well, I was going, going to get to that. But what I did agree with was the fact, like when you started talking about the pool of men getting smaller when yes. it comes to those men who men who will be honest about what they want when it comes to the family, Absolutely. a woman, mm-hmm. they are actually worth the time, the mm-hmm. energy. It's it's consistent. You're getting the same energy that you're putting out. It does get smaller as you get older and like now that I'm out here in the dating world I'm like oh okay and
13: keep in mind you're only 30 so right. 31 so and it's
4: like, as you get to 40 that
13: that, that the the, the, pool, the pool has shrunk further 50 even Dang. more so mm. and i've dated i'm gonna have a man before 50s. i'm 50 i'm
4: gonna have a and, before i listen i'm 50. not it,
13: even Lord. i got i actually believe in the power of the tongue mm-hmm. so i believe so you speak so you you have and you will desire i do want to speak to the fertility part because it's very important it is um as i sit here with y'all today uh you know i'm literally on some fertility drugs i am preparing for my embryo transfer in the next few weeks now, I am 40 years old, just turned 40 a couple of weeks ago. Y'all know I've been very transparent about my motherhood journey. I'm doing mm-hmm. it solo by choice. Y'all know I froze eggs at 34 years old. I'm mm-hmm. doing this. I'm excited to be a mom. Uh, I'm scared as hell. I know it's going to be the hardest thing I've ever done in my life, and yet I cannot wait to enter this, this, this mother era mm-hmm. of my life. And also, Lauren, I don't think this is how most black women want to do it. Why? I was going to say, think. why
4: solo by choice?
13: Uh, well, several reasons. Number one, I'm no longer willing to wait to activate my pursuit of motherhood i'm no longer willing to wait i've been married and divorced in my late 20s mm-hmm. i had also a long-term relationship many years ago i ended a engagement during the pandemic i'm ready for my baby i am ready to pour into someone other than me finally it took me a very long time to get here but was she I'm ready now you right now she too. ready okay mm-hmm. now i don't think that most w- women most black women desire doing this journey alone that's i don't what it's very important. very important and i and i know that you mentioned yesterday the egg freezing so let's talk about that yeah because i think that that is marketed not just you lauren i think in general that is in a lot of these comments right well girl just freeze your eggs and don't worry about the rest that, that's some bull because i'm here to tell you because i'm living it right i froze eggs at 34 i never thought in a million years i would need to use them right mm-hmm. because why i was in a loving committed relationship Th- these were my spare
9: mm-hmm
13: Have you frozen eggs at this point? No, I thought about doing it last year. I thought about starting the process. Okay, so let me just, and this is not investigative. This is, I'm just trying to see something here. Do you know how many eggs on average a woman should have on ice, on reserve, frozen for a probability of one live birth? No, I don't. About 20. Then if I say, okay, how many egg retrievals are required to get about 20 eggs in a woman that's, say, 35 and up? The answer is at least two. What's the cost average of an egg retrieval? Amy probably knows this, but he knows it's between 12 and $15,000 per retrieval cycle. That Most insurances don't cover. Most insurances do not cover unless you're working at Google or Amazon. And by the way, you probably need to be married for them to cover it. Otherwise, they consider it elective. Mm -hmm. They don't recognize it as infertility in Mm -hmm. the way that married couples that struggle to conceive have. So what I'm saying is the egg freezing route, the single motherhood by choice route, the IVF route are amazing technological tools, Lauren, but they are wealthy women tools. Mm. Period. Let's be very clear. It's just more to it than just freezing eggs.
4: I get you. I think with that part, for me, I was speaking from my own personal experience. And I think that like hearing you respond to it, Mm -hmm. I can understand your response to what I said. But I think maybe I should have been a, a little bit more clear because yeah. for me at that Still st- freeze them though. By yeah, the cuz you have money. At that time when I was thinking about doing it it was because the insurance that I was getting through my employer supported that to a certain extent where right. anything adi- like yes it is expensive but mm-hmm. I would have been able to figure it out. So it was I think
13: a, you should still do it. I, I want that to I don't want that missed here. I'm still got, encouraging will, you to do it.
4: I will say I got a little bit I got like scared out of it a little bit. Only because Fear is of, not of God. Don't do that. But but more so because of what like envy shared with me what you talked about like going through all of that and then it I'll go with you to not work right I'll go with you we can talk about I'm it. very
13: serious okay. I really so so I'm saying two things here and this is important in this conversation y'all people have got I encourage people I'll say to hold space for more than one thing at one time
6: and I feel like what Ebony just said now is very important all Ebony is saying is this isn't ideal. And you don't that, want it's folks. Not, it's you, not. you don't want folks to have to necessarily go through this. For
13: me I, yeah, I, what I let me just reiterate that because that's very important because this is this is these these stakes are very high, Lauren. I'm fifty thousand dollars into uh ivf journey by myself so i don't have a husband splitting that with me which i which there's reasons why that's preferable for me Mm -hmm. but i really need people to hear that and i'm taking shots and i'm giving them to myself and i'm doing all this to bring life into this world yeah and and i don't take it lightly because it's a very serious thing so i think when we were very cavalier not not just you right but in general with oh just ivf or oh just marry outside the race obviously been there done that too That, that. that that Oh, well I heard some snow no King commentary earlier. I said that I was cute, no now, like I like cute. now I can't eat well hold up.
9: Sorry, oh, guys. We we come come up guys hold up guys we, we to gotta call. take some calls we oh, gotta take some calls oh my
4: god we gotta take some calls 800 585 105 if you watch if you listen okay let's go we gotta take some calls when we come back and I just wanna say this I just wanna
0: say this most people don't know what Ebony's going through right now with the in vitro with the infertility no because no, because most people haven't been through it and
13: the fact and the fact that podcast thank you no, thank but, you Charlamagne but, say, but the people that listen to the Court they can no, do every day that bites when but they hit the, the fact that room. she has
0: to do it by herself is, right. is, is, is a lot like she has to put them shots in it's her stomach and, and, and all that by herself
13: thank you MVP. and most people don't know it
0: like I can't even imagine if my wife had to do it by herself yeah. or a woman having to do it by herself it's and go to those doctor's appointment. It's so a lot. it is a lot
4: room by yourself yeah. it's yeah. a lot I, I can't imagine it we'll talk some we'll take some calls when we come back we gotta talk about the stuff that we agreed with too because a lot of people agree with some things that you should have called probably
0: okay. get to some of it but, but we t- ain't got all that much time guys okay. 800-585-1051 like let's go it's the breakfast club good morning morning everybody it's DJ NV Charlemagne Naga we are the breakfast club on this Friday we have Lauren LaRosa our special guest host and we have Ebony K. Williams joining us this morning and we're taking your calls as well, 800-585-1051. Now, we're discussing some comments that uh, Ebony K. Williams made that went viral yesterday. So now, right before we left, I, I cut both you guys off so we can pay some bills and get some music on. Yes, so yes. I know, Ebony K. Williams, you were you were talking.
13: I was. So I was acknowledging Lauren's right, right to consume content that she enjoys and feels comfortable with and also reject that which she doesn't because her critique at this point i understand is is a bit about my it's about my delivery as much as the substance of what i'm saying
4: i think that the disagreement again comes in with how you say it and we don't get that vulnerability right so me sitting here with you right now Mm -hmm. is like this is what i want to feel when i see the content i might not always get that though and maybe it's not like you said it wasn't for me it was for the girls that's still in college right but at the same time it's placed on my timeline so i get it and i feel it and i stop and i listen either way but and i'm
13: glad you do shout out to the team at the griot mm-hmm. go ahead but, you first, agree with the,
4: but well, i was going, going to get to that but what i did agree with was the fact like when you started talking about the pool of men getting smaller when yes. it comes to those men who men who will be honest about what they want when it comes to the family Absolutely. a woman mm-hmm. they are actually worth the time the mm-hmm. energy it's it's consistent you're getting the same energy that you're putting out it does get smaller as you get older, and like now that I'm out here in the dating world, I'm like, oh, okay. And
13: keep in mind, you're only thirty, so right, thirty-one. So and it's like, as you get to forty, that, 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 the, 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 pool, the pool has shrunk further. 50 even man. more so mm. and i've dated up i'm gonna to have a man before 50s. i'm 50 i'm gonna have a man before and i'm listen 50. i'm not it,
4: even uh,
13: i got i actually believe in the power of the tongue mm-hmm. so i believe so you speak so you you have and you will desire i do want to speak to the fertility part because it's very important it is um as i sit here with y'all today uh you know i'm literally on some fertility drugs i am preparing for my embryo transfer in the next few weeks now, I am 40 years old, just turned 40 a couple of weeks ago. Y'all know I've been very transparent about my motherhood journey. I'm doing mm-hmm. it solo by choice. Y'all know I froze eggs at 34 years old. I'm mm-hmm. doing this. I'm excited to be a mom. Uh, I'm scared as hell. I know it's going to be the hardest thing I've ever done in my life. And yet I cannot wait to enter this, this, this mother era mm. of my life. And also, Lauren, I don't think this is how most black women want to do it. Why? I was going to say, think. why
4: solo by choice?
13: Uh, well, several reasons. Number one, I'm no longer willing to wait to activate my pursuit of motherhood i'm no longer willing to wait i've been married and divorced in my late 20s mm-hmm. i had also a long-term relationship many years ago i ended a engagement during the pandemic i'm ready for my baby i am ready to pour into someone other than me finally it took me a very long time to get here but when, when she I'm ready now you right now she too. ready okay mm-hmm. now i don't think that most w- women most black women desire doing this journey alone that's i don't what it's very important. very important and i and i know that you mentioned yesterday the egg freezing so let's talk about that yeah because i think that that is marketed not just you lauren i think in general that is in a lot of these comments right well girl just freeze your eggs and don't worry about the rest that, that's some bullshit. because i'm here to tell you because i'm living it right i froze eggs at 34 i never thought in a million years i would need to use them right mm-hmm. because why i was in a loving committed relationship Th- these were my spare mm-hmm Have you frozen eggs at this point? No, I thought about doing it last year. I thought about starting the process. Okay, so let me just, and this is not investigative. This is, I'm just trying to see something here. Do you know how many eggs on average a woman should have on ice, on reserve, frozen for a probability of one live birth? No, I don't. About 20. Then if I say, okay, how many egg retrievals are required to get about 20 eggs in a woman that's, say, 35 and up? The answer is at least two. What's the cost, average, of an egg retrieval? Amy probably knows this, but he knows it's between twelve dollars and $15,000 mm. per retrieval cycle. That yeah, most insurances don't cover. Most insurances do not cover, unless you're working at Google or Amazon. And by the way, you probably need to be married for them to cover it, otherwise they consider it elective. Mm-hmm. They don't recognize it as infertility in mm-hmm. the way that married couples that struggle to conceive have. So what I'm saying is the egg freezing route, the single motherhood by choice route, the IVF route are amazing technological tools, Lauren, but they are wealthy women tools, Mm. period. Let's be very clear. It's just more to it than just freezing eggs.
4: I get you. I think with that part, for me, I was speaking from my own personal experience. And I think that like hearing you respond to it, Mm -hmm. I can understand your response to what I said. But I think maybe I should have been a little bit more clear because yeah. for me at that still freezing though, by yeah, because you that, have money. At that time when I was thinking about doing it, it was because the insurance that I was getting through my employer supported that to a certain extent. We're welcoming
0: a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It's called Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teledano. It's an insider's look at the NBA and the coaches surrounding the league. So check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts.
7: Hey, my name's Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of On Purpose. I just had a great conversation with Michael B. Jordan, and you can listen to it right now. Michael is known for his performances in both film and television. His breakout role was in Fruitvale Station, playing Oscar Grant, which earned him widespread praise and numerous award nominations.
5: Listen to The Daily Show, ears edition on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
8: Every week on Talk Easy with Sam Fragoso, I invite an artist, writer, or politician to come to the table and speak from the heart in ways I imagine you haven't heard from them before. Some of my favorites are with Tom Hanks, Margaret Atwood, Questlove, Kate Blanchett, and Oscar Isaac. If that sounds like a varied group of people, it's because it is. I always wanted to make a show where one week we could sit with a politician like Beto or Wark, the next an author like Min Jin Lee, or TV titans like Bill Hader and Quinta Brunson. Basically, this is a podcast driven by curiosity and an abundance of research. Conversations where people actually start to sound like people. In recent weeks, I sat with Dan Levy, Ava DuVernay, Benny Safdie, and the editor of The New Yorker, David Remnick. You can listen to Talk Easy with Sam Fragoso on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I hope to see you there.
12: Hi there. I'm Bob Pittman, chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. Welcome to Math & Magic, stories from the frontiers of marketing. This week, I'm talking to the one and only Ryan Seacrest love the connection to people i think at the core what i get excited about what gets me up in the morning is connecting with people in an unscripted unvarnished way is getting to to say something to them hear back from them know that i'm part of the routine and i look forward to getting on the air i look forward to it in these exciting times we're looking to the math the strategy and analytics and the magic the creative spark more than ever Listen to math and magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts.
13: Right,
4: anything adi- like yes, it is expensive, but I would have been able to figure it out. So it was I think a- you
13: should still do it. I, I want that to. I don't want that missed here. I'm still got, encouraging will, you to do
4: it. I will say I got a little bit. I got like scared out of it a little bit, only because fear is of, not of God. Don't do that. But but more so because of what like envy shared with me. What you talked about, like going through all of that, and then it I'll go with you to not work. Right, I'll go with you. We can talk about. I'm very it. serious. Okay.
13: I really so. So I'm saying two things here, and this is important in this conversation, y'all. People have got. I encourage people. I'll say to hold space for more than one thing at one time.
6: And I feel like what Ebony just said now is very important. All Ebony is saying is this isn't ideal, and you don't that, want. It's folks, not, it's you, not. you don't want folks to have to necessarily go through this. For
13: me, like, I really yeah, Let me just reiterate that because that's very important. Because this is this is these these stakes are very high, Lauren. I'm fifty thousand dollars into a uh, IVF journey by myself so I don't have a husband splitting that with me which I, which there's reasons why that's preferable for me mm-hmm. but I really need people to hear that and I'm taking shots and I'm giving them to myself and I'm doing all this to bring life into this world Yeah, and, and I don't take it lightly because it's a very serious thing so I think when we were very cavalier not not just you right but in general with oh just IVF or oh just marry outside the race that, obviously been there done that too oh, I'm that, doing that. that, that oh, well I heard some Snow no. King commentary I said that, earlier I said was.
9: Dude, hold up oh, oh, guys hold up like guys we gotta take oh some calls we gotta take some calls oh
0: my god we gotta take some calls yeah. 800
4: 585 yeah. like five, 105 uh-huh. one. I if you watch if you listen okay let's go we, we, we gotta break. take some calls when we come back and I just wanna say this I just wanna
0: say this most people don't know what Ebony's going through right now with the with the in vitro with the fertility. no because most people haven't been through it
13: and the fact that thank you thank you Charlamagne the people that listen to Hold in Court they can't out every day but the, the fact that room. she has
0: to do it by herself is, right. is, is, is a lot. Like she has to put them shots in her that stomach and, and and all that by herself.
13: Thank you, MB. and most people don't know it.
0: Like I can't even imagine if my wife had to do it by herself yeah. or a woman having to do it by herself it's and go through those doctor's appointments. So it is a lot being in the room,
4: room by yourself. Yeah. It's a lot. I, I
0: can't imagine that. And, and will take some calls. We'll, talk yeah. some, we'll take some and calls we'll, when we come back. We
4: got to talk about the stuff that we agreed with too, because a lot of people agree with some things that you said. i the callers will probably get to some
0: of it. But but we ain't got all that much time, guys. Okay, 800-585-104. 5-1 let's go it's the breakfast club good morning morning everybody it's dj NV Charlemagne the guy we are the breakfast club our special guest host lauren Larosa is here and ebony k williams is still here we're having a, a, a grown-up discussion this morning and we're opening up the phone lines i'm gonna let uh you guys out there get a chance to chop it up with ebony k williams all right 800-585-1051 and uh, we just want to say it's a respectful conversation. So as soon as the disrespect happens, we are banging on. That's you, right. So no we'll bus drive right now. Okay, bus drive again. Bus driver
6: again has happened. We're on to um, something ahead. else now.
13: You stop it, Charlemagne.
6: Hello, who's this?
13: Alicia.
0: Hey, Alicia. Good morning. Hey, how are you? Good, good, good. Ebony K. Williams is here. You got a, you got a question, comment?
1: Oh well, I just kind of wanted to agree with her. First of all, she stated that if this is what you want and you're like this is what I suggest so she was not pushing that on anyone but if we're being honest that's what our counterparts teach their girls so go to college and find a husband education is almost secondary to especially white southern women so I don't see a problem with it
13: is that true? Thank you, sis. Yes. It absolutely is true. So, yes, you know, yes. I went to UNC Chapel Hill, mm-hmm. a very predominantly white institution uh, in the South, as the good sis just mentioned. And that ring before spring is serious for mm. them. What they're looking to do, because our counterparts tend to view marriage primarily through a lens of economic stability. Mm-hmm. Let's be clear. Yep. Uh, and historically, we know that is the nature of Marriage, the contract. Uh, the, correct. It's a, it's a transaction of sorts, and I know once again, uh, you know, the tears are going to roll when I say that out loud for some I don't know because why. because they they are not willing to really stand in the reality of the tenets of of marriage in America today. Love don't pay mortgage, um, right? So that's that's the reality, and our counterparts do it all the time. And the difference is they are not shamed when they do it. I think that when. You see black girls and black young women going and making the space for marriage as as much of a priority as education. It flies in the face of a generation that told me and mine, go to school, stay focused, don't get pregnant. Boys are a distraction. Right. They're going to throw you off your game. Get your education, get your money, get your house, get your power. Figure out who you are, stand in it, and then go partner, and get married, and live happily ever after. The challenge with that, because that's the model I, I, I took, I'm proud to have taken it. I had a little default start in marriage that was not for me, so I divorced him. Not a problem. Great guy. Here's the thing. Okay. <laughs> Here's the thing. Is Most black women do want the traditional marital nuclear family model. Mm -hmm. And when you get to a certain level of income as black women, a certain level of power, a certain level of being able to travel the world on your own dime and be in the sky lounge without some dusty sun swipe. That shrinking happens. The shrinking happens. And also, let me tell you what else. You move different, sis. You move. You you, you think your swag is on a thousand today and it's very high and I I love seeing it. Wait till you wait till you're over that million dollar a year mark. Of income. Wait till it's like. Wait till you own your your one point seven million dollar property in your own name, and only your name is on the deed. Based
6: on a true story, Ebony K. Williams.
13: That's. <laughs> a, so I'm just saying. You you. Nobody's gonna be able to tell you shit unless they're coming all the way correct. Period. And that's yep. gonna make that pulse pool rather even smaller. Go ahead, let's we'll we'll take call. some more calls. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Hello. Who's this? Sophia.
0: Hey, Sophia. What's your question for Ebony K. Williams?
1: Not question, well, I guess a question. I have a few things like, how were you raised? Um, I was seeing, I've seen that you were 40, I'm 48. I'm a black woman, raised with black women. We were not raised to go look for a man. We wasn't raised to just go look for a ring. Oh my God, I just have to have a man. We were raised to respect ourselves, to love God. And if God saw fit for us to be married, our husband was fine to us. Like, it's like you putting your failures or how that you seem like you failed because you didn't get a ring in college, but you putting it off on other women, especially black women. I don't know any other race, but that's not how I was raised.
6: Okay, let Ebony respond.
1: Yeah,
13: good morning, good sis. So listen, I was raised by a God-fearing, incredible black woman named Gloria uh, who raised me to go to school, go to more school, get the bag, and stand in my truth and power. So that's the first answer to your question. Uh, As for failure... I don't have any in the space, dear. Uh, I actually was married. I had a beautiful cushion-cut diamond on my finger until I decided to give it back because I no longer wanted to be married. So I don't have failure in the space. The only reason I'm not married is because I divorced my husband. Now, as to putting this on black women, I'm doing no such thing. What I know for fact, because I have sorority sisters, I have good friends, I have a strong global sisterhood of black women who tell me, some of them, tell me that despite their success, despite their careers, and despite their money, they, in their heart of hearts, still desire marriage. It is something that they want. And I think we got to get rid of shaming black women for wanting what they want. For the black women that that is already a desire of their heart to be married in a timely fashion, that's who this advice is for. If you don't want that, I want that nothing but what you want for yourself
4: I think a lot of people take the stance that she took because you literally like a lot of people don't know certain things right they don't listen yeah. but I also think <laughs> say that say that, that people, part one more time they don't know certain things and they don't listen but wait Go a- ahead. another important point is yeah. I think a lot of people take you just as a personality and all that you have going on mm-hmm. as like you look and speak down on people and I think with black women is mm-hmm. instantly triggering because we've had that happen so much right mm-hmm. and that's why that happens where she's like well how were you raised like even the way that she came into that call was like you think that you're better or do you think that you're right doing something that other people have not done right and i think that happens a lot with you
13: yeah it's a projection yeah so i'm 40 right so none of that's new lauren just so you know like I know, I'm just, when you walk through the world carrying yourself the way i do having my aesthetic projections and presumptions about who I am and what my values are come with the territory. But that's also why I do the work I do. I got 100 episodes of Holding Court people can watch. I'm on every day here locally in New York, Channel 55, 11, 30 a.m. Equal Justice with Judge Ebony. Yes, I'm judging you. Mm -hmm. Uh, And several other things. I got two books out, including... Ben on bike. What'd you say, baby?
6: I saw Equal Justice in Vegas.
0: You saw
13: thing. it? Yeah, uh, yeah. it's nationally syndicated. I'm in 85% of American homes. So there's lots of content to consume. Well,
0: let's go to another caller. To- Hello, who's <laughs> this? Hi, my name
13: is Tish. I'm
1: calling
13: from Houston. Hey, Tish. What's your question for Ebony K. Williams? <laughs>
1: really a question i'm just saying i'm well first of all good morning to everybody i just want to say that i am team ebony and i don't see anything that she's saying is wrong she's let her uh platform everyone who follows her know that as an older woman i'm just giving you advice i've been there i've been through college and this is my feelings based on my experiences and i just feel like she should be respected for it
6: okay well thank you for calling mama
13: Appreciate it, sis. Thank you so much. So have a good day. So let's
6: put, let's put a button on this, man. Because yeah, you know, let's, I wrapped this up. I
13: appreciate. Listen, I appreciate the platform. I. Appreciate the conversation, I Lauren. I do too. Uh, I think that as Black women, in particular, we got to hold the space uh, to have the difficult conversations. All right. Well, we
6: appreciate Surging you for joining and us. And, and having make sure it, uh, you subscribe to the Holding, co- holding Court podcast. With yeah, uh, we're Evanie back with season Dustin. three
4: soon. Thank Charlaman, you. Did I keep the same energy?
6: I don't know, I, man. You so. shrunk a little bit. No, Just no do I, that. don't Hold on. You love that for me. You love
4: I
1: asked you. I don't even know why I asked you. I don't
4: know why
1: you asked me to come. make
0: sure you watch Equal Justice too. Thank that's you. right thank and when you when we check back, your local listings yes syndicated when we come back nyla will be joining us past the arc, so don't go anywhere it's a friday thank you ladies it's the breakfast club good
13: morning. hilarious
6: the breakfast club we are stuck in the bigotry of
0: low
4: expectations what did she say about men because i want to put that on a t-shirt <laughs>
0: oh my goodness
4: the mediocrity good
0: morning everybody oh, go we are the breakfast club lauren LaRose is our special guest host ebony k williams just left good morning now it's time for Pass the Aux.
12: <laughs> go, oh, what? go, what?
10: go, DJ, DJ, cause that's my DJ. Say go, DJ, cause that's my DJ. It's
5: time for Pass the Aux with
10: DJ Nyla. Yep. Nyla
9: Nyla, 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 Nyla,
10: Go. Yeah, DJ, come spin, I come spin, girl.
0: Well, actually without young Nyla. Yeah, without Nyla. Nyla's not here, but we're going to huh. hold it down for her. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, so we all going to pick a song? You want to yeah. do that? Yeah. Yep, 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 yep. Okay, you want to start? Okay, yeah. So I will start Uh, Little Yachty uh, featuring J. Cole. They released a new record. It's called The Secret Recipe. Okay. I That's love nice. J. Cole hopping on everybody's record and, and, and oh. giving them, them features that they need. I want to hear how Yachty sound on
6: that with J. Cole. I want to hear if Yachty snapped in that. It sound good. You did.
0: Jay- I ain't had I a mm-hmm. whole record. Yet. Yeah, he
4: sound good. J Cole's verse is the verse that everybody's uh, like talking about, though. He he has a point in, in that verse where he says that um, he feels like the activists hope that we stay in oppression so they can keep getting rich. Mm. There's a lot in there, people that
6: are. It's, it, I'm not gonna say all activists feel that way, but I do feel like there's some people who wouldn't know what to do if there was actual solutions. It's kind of yeah. like when Wiley e. Coyote finally catches the Road Runner. You ever seen that episode? Where he finally caught the Road Runner. Mm-hmm. And he held him for one second and didn't know what to do with him. Because He'd ain't, been chasing him for so long. Yeah, chasing him so long he didn't even know what to do with him when he when he caught him. So he just let him go. Like
4: the women that's out here trying to find the marriages that Ebony talking about once we get him mm-hmm. and don't the talk, door don't, on those. Don't talk,
6: don't, oh don't don't die. Do you want me to call Ebony back
0: I'm in? I'm talking
4: about you. <laughs> oh. I'm talking about you. You well, love just throwing us.
0: Well, let's get into another song. Who we'll, who we'll get the next
6: pick? Go ahead, Lauren.
4: Um, so the next song I actually got to uh, preview this one yesterday shout out to uh, Didier and Say Less um, CMG the label dropped a compilation album and there's a song on there with um, Money Back not Money Back I'm sorry with Glorilla and Fabio and it's called okay. Cha Cha That that's sample hard. is fire ain't it that's hard yeah. that's Uchi
6: wally,
0: right uh uh-huh.
4: Uchi yeah, Wally Uchi Bang Bang yes
0: that's hard that's hard now what, now what do you got Charlamagne what's
6: your pick uh man
4: <laughs> Give me some of that I don't know
6: street know, country music man, Give me that, some I, of that street, that I, I, hardcore I, I, Let me tell you Bang something, man I don't know if y'all know what's going on in these streets, bro What's but, up? Talk but, to but us But NSYNC just dropped a new record, man What? NSYNC dropped a new record from what? the Trolls Band Together soundtrack What? NSYNC and Justin Timberlake, bro
4: That's the first collab in like decades I'm telling you, from the what? Trolls Band
6: Together soundtrack, NSYNC, but I'm, baby I'm confused, isn't Justin Timberlake in NSYNC? Yeah,
0: but
4: you yeah. know So why does I it say like, "insane"
6: featuring like Justin Timberlake? Why, why wouldn't they after all these years? It should say that You don't think so? Come on now
4: I felt like it was a little shady but maybe they did it for the search reasons
0: True True. Justin
4: Timberlake, because it's always been said that Justin Timberlake never wanted to reunite with them because he likes to keep himself separate because he is the breakout star. And now y'all finally do a song together and it's NSYNC and Justin Timberlake. NSYNC was a part of Justin Timberlake. I think
6: y'all focused on the wrong things. I I
4: I mean, Justin Timberlake was a part of NSYNC. That's like if Destiny Child does a song with a song together and then it says Destiny Shout and Beyonce y'all
6: would not have a problem with that I y'all wouldn't. need to cut it out I wouldn't exactly you see what I'm saying let that instinct fly one time from I'm... the street now you named all the uh, members of NSYNC who, who are the members name them again Justin Timberlake uh, JC Chavez Lance Bass Joey Fatone, and Chris um, Chris, uh, Chris Kilpatrick <laughs> no, Kirk, Kirk, his name is Kilpatrick. Kirk no, Chris Kirk
0: Kirkpatrick. Kirkpatrick yes alright I'm
6: impressed you know the names man you better stop playing with me okay
0: <laughs> all right. Well, that was Pastor Ox. Yes, Alright now, you can head uh, up Nyla for more of her playlist and everything that she got going on. I'm sure she's going to do another Pastor Ox live shortly, and she will be up here next week. All right. Well, now it's time to get into the Mix of People's Choice Mix. And I got a shout out to Paw Patrol the movie. Paw Patrol comes out this weekend as well. Too my kids love it. My kids went to see it a couple of weeks ago, and they love it. So if you get a chance, take your kids to go check it out. And let's get to the People's Choice Mix. We throw it back on a Friday. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Charlamagne the God. We are the Breakfast Club. Lauren LaRosa, our special guest host, is here. And Lauren, thank you so much. Long day, long day.
4: Yeah, it was a good day, though. It was. I it was. It Shout was out a to good Omar day.
6: Epps. Shout out to Emily K. Williams for joining us. It's a great conversation. I enjoyed it, you know. And I think that the thing about these conversations nobody's right, nobody's wrong. It's just all perspective. Mm -hmm. And I think, you know, when you can have conversations with people and listen with the intent to understand and not just reply because you're trying to represent for whatever team that may exist on social media, the -hmm. conversations are more productive. And I think both of y'all did that today. Yeah,
4: And I think I I think when you really get to hear a person like like I swear, when she started talking about the infertility stuff and the like the shots and all that stuff. That, that probably was the first time I ever looked at her as a human being. But
6: well, she said that in the commentary. The commentary that got everybody riled up, she literally said that. No,
4: she didn't talk about her personal journey. I didn't know her personal journey. I'm not that tuned into her. Mm-hmm. I just see her clips and I know... You know what I mean? I know who she is and I just see her clips. But when I... I literally have never humanized her. And I think when you... Regardless if you agree with somebody or you don't. Because we, we're we not always going to agree. When you put a human in that, that situation, now I hear her conversation a little bit differently. Because it's like she's really going through something where like this is coming from a place of love it doesn't feel like that when you watch it and that is my whole if i want people nobody to take anything else from this is like the how you do it and not what you do is important because you don't feel the love through the content sometimes and i know that's purposely done too because it's sharp it hits it's viral i just think that's how
6: she really feels but
0: no, I will no, say this, no. this, that's what this platform is, is is about, just to be able to discuss and have discussions that maybe we all don't agree, whether it's Ebony K. Williams or when Tyrese came up here or when some of these politicians come up here. That's what it's based upon. We're not going to agree with everybody that comes in here. That's You're right. not going to agree with everything Charlemagne says or things that I say or, or things that Lauren says. But we, we, we need to be able to have a conversation and try to get to a, a respectable place where we at least respect each other's opinions. We don't have to agree. But we just got to respect it, right? Yeah,
6: and, and, I, and I, want, I just want us all always, even if you disagree, to still listen. Because you Correct. still can learn something. You know what Correct. I mean? I think a lot of times we just shut down. And we don't want to hear what the other person is saying. We just automatically think we are right. Or we automatically think the people that agree with us are right. When the reality is like, oh, shoot. Like Lauren did today. Lauren was like, Oh. Okay.
4: I will say I had to I think in the beginning of it I was very defensive but again it was because of how she came into the conversation not what she was saying. But once I was like you know what this isn't going to get anywhere if I am that way and I actually listened to her story, then we could even when I didn't disagree. I think that's when the conversation really started. So, I agree with you saying, but I also think that there has to be accountability on both sides about the approach and if if you don't care about the approach that's fine too.
6: Mm-hmm. Like she
4: said, like I'm 40 years old, I've been doing this. I know what people say, I know how they feel, whatever.
6: I, I think I'm responsible I mean the the I get what you're saying about the approach, but if I don't like what you're saying, I'm gonna feel like your approach is off.
4: But I didn't dislike what she. I didn't dislike what she was saying that much. To feel that,
6: that's not true. true. If I can come in here nice as possible. I can come here As nice as possible I can say it sweet But if you disagree You're still not going to accept it I don't believe that I don't believe that that Because I
4: I didn't I didn't disagree With the two points That I disagreed with Enough to Mm -hmm. feel a way To be like I don't want to hear nothing The only reason I disagreed Because what she was saying Again I said Especially the infertility stuff It's science It's fact You can't get around it the but, the why did it ha- why did it have to be said or why do we have to keep toting this when it comes to black women because even if you're not talking to me when someone sees you saying it they're gonna throw it on me when I but, go to have that conversation you know what I mean mm-hmm. that's what I disagree with but anyway it was a good but I problem. will say
0: this though too. You know, uh, and this is with most attorneys. Ebony K. Williams is an attorney. She
4: said that so as well too when we talked so about So she's
0: going to talk and speak a different way because she's coming from a side of facts and everything that she delivers is going to be factual. And when she comes, she's assertive because when she's in court, she has to be assertive. For, for some people, they feel like it's it's spicy, it's being aggressive. But if you ever talk to an attorney, most attorneys talk like that. They yeah, speak like that, and and for most, it's offensive. But it's just it's just it's just the environment you know that's like, where they have to be. You know.
4: I also learned too how to stand in my like. Power because people, you know, when you're a strong person like that, people do take it away, and it can be, especially like working in media. I get told all the time, like, you're so direct. And it started to make me feel like, well, should I figure that no, out? Should I change point. it, right? But listening to her, when I brought up the point of like, yo, people think you bougie. That's why they don't really hear you. And that's she's their, like, but that's I their, can't change that.
6: But that's their fault though. Exactly. Their, their perception of, of you is their fault. Like you, they, you said, people think you're too direct.
4: Oh yeah, people think, I, even in the commentary, they'd be like, oh, it's because she's from TMZ. And what it's like, wrong, no, I was, I was like that, this though. before I got the TMZ. There, there's nothing wrong with it, but I think it's, I'm speaking for myself. As a black woman in the industry I've been working, on, working in, we're always sometimes like you put into these boxes where like if you're not soft enough the brands won't deal with you. If you are too if you're not direct enough, you're going to get ran over. If you are too direct, ooh, now you angry you upset girl and you doing the most or it's too much sass. So you're box into this the black journalist box. So that's always been something that's been in the back of so my you, mind.
6: So if you try to be anything else, you won't be authentic.
4: Exactly. So when, once I started leaning into that, it's like everything is going well for me but you do have those times where you're like mm, should i did that a little bit differently but hearing her today i was like no nah. i mean especially if it's working for me like why would i but more so because this is me what else am i going to do i
0: agree all right well when we come back we got the positive notice the breakfast club good morning morning everybody it's dj Charlemagne the guy we are the breakfast club lauren Larosa, our special guest host is here and let me salute to everybody uh in alabama right now i'm in alabama huntsville alabama a&m you know uh every year i like to go on an hbcu tour and i just I, I enjoy it i like to talk to the students answer uh all the questions uh from communication majors or business and marketing majors just about what we do and i try to encourage people to take a look at hbcus when it's when they're thinking and talking about schools and colleges and this is at the time when we get a chance to go week by week to different schools and And to just display what their schools are all about And of course this week Alabama A&M is playing Tuskegee For the homecoming game so I'll be out here for that And then Saturday night I'm in Dallas So let me salute to everybody out in Alabama and uh, That went to Alabama A&M All the uh, alumni and everybody I can't wait to see and talk to you guys some more
6: But Charlemagne, you got a positive note? I do Um, And it's simple It comes from Gandhi Honest disagreement is often a good sign of progress Y'all have a great day. Breakfast club, bitches! You y'all finish or y'all done?
2: Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart for a year, and what a year it has been. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke.
8: Apple Podcast or wherever you get your podcasts.
5: Jon Stewart is back in the host chair at The Daily Show, which means he's also back in our ears on The Daily Show Ears Edition podcast. Join late-night legend Jon Stewart and the best news team for today's biggest headlines, exclusive extended interviews, and more. Now this is a second term we can all get behind. Listen to The Daily Show, ears edition on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
12: Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective
13: shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is Sheep Pivots.